The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Previously on Lonely Boys. I'll give you the money to start whatever foundation you want. You <laughs> won't change anything. Anne's right. As long as I'm with you, I'm Hillary in the White House, and I want to be Hillary Secretary of State, but with better hair. Then you'll find another way to show the world you're a force to be reckoned with. We'll build our futures together. You sound a little more southern than I'm used to. What is is this an accent you're putting on? I'm, you know, I'm getting loopy I, in my older years. Get her, killery, killery. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I followed my heart all last year, and it led me nowhere. Now I need to follow my head. My head. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Do you not remember from last year where that, that's the word that makes uh, that makes Blair orgasm? Oh, oh yeah, true, 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 true. You. <laughs> You don't know. Uh, uh, sorry about my accent from earlier. Um, oh, I'm back, baby. You don't need to choose. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm a little. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm a sinner this episode too. You don't need to oh, choose between them. Look at Brad and Angelina. They take turns on top. Oh, how sexual. Uh, yeah, but if you want an Oscar first, I'm sorry, but I have to be Blair Waldorf before I can be Chuck Bass's girlfriend. I love you. I love you too. I don't expect you to wait. If two people were meant to be together, eventually they'll find their way back. You really believe that? I do. I do! Hey up, Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 4, Episode 10 of Gossip Girl, Gaslit. I'm not here by myself. I'm with someone who... Dropped out of college, he won't return my phone calls, and he's a grown man throwing a temper tantrums just to punish me. Brendan Ruppel is back. Most of those are true. Hello, I am, of course, your co-host, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Diddlehood of Cream Nation. I'm recording live, as always, from the Creamatorium. I'm your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Cream, yes, Cream. <laughs> That's right. That's good. That's that good. good. <laughs> um, Brendan, I, I know... After last week, people are probably thinking, that's it. They've run out of guests. It's just going to be the two of them from now on. But would you believe that we are back in the guest era? I wouldn't believe it because I was the person that was texting you all those things. Like, yeah, we're, we're exactly, out of guests. Exactly. So I'm freaking out over here. You're the one, you're the one freaking out. Because I famously don't tell you uh, who the guests are that are coming on until uh, until very soon before yeah. we, we record. So, And I don't uh, like being but, it just you and me because I don't want to have to talk all that much i kind of want the right. heavy lifting to be done by the guest right and i don't want to talk to you at all right. so it's like the more you're talking the less fun i'm having exactly. but brendan if you've been paying attention for the last three seasons you would know that when thanksgiving comes around we have a special guest uh, so to keep up with the tradition we have now since this is the fourth thanksgiving episode it is her fourth time on the podcast she is now the seventh member of the four timers wow. club please welcome back to the podcast kirsten mckinnis kirsten Hello. how are you Somebody help me. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> in the I crematorium. I <laughs> Everyone says that when they come oh. into the Discord chat. 
<laughs> I, I'm so excited. I, I am famously a Thanksgiving episode lover, as I think almost everyone is who loves this show. And oh, I'm oh, yeah. so glad that I was allowed to just be like, give me all of them. And you were like, yeah, okay. That's well, sure. a tradition. Not you, like, oh, wow, she's a selfish bitch. No, no. If you ask, you get it. That's, I wasn't sure know, if you agreed people, upon people this like, bef- like at season one or if it just came season by season. Oh, like that's sort of like an agreed upon thing. The um the like mm, what you say clip was going around Twitter and I literally replied and I was like can't wait to talk about this on the podcast when we had only done the first one and Maddie was like what and I was like I'm doing all the things <laughs> okay so it, it happened yeah. after it happened season after one. season yeah. one but before season two it was an intense contract negotiation think of when uh, Blair and Chuck were having their peace treaty with the stenographer in attendance that was like that's what it was like yeah it was kind of like our contract negotiation where I Twitter replied to you as saying i'm gonna be your co-host yeah and then uh that, that's how it started yeah here we are it's four uh three seasons and 10 episodes later wow wild wow. i know well person how much gossip girl have you been watching since the last time you were on the podcast i have to admit not a lot because watching things that are on hbo max is a lot less convenient than well, watching it's actually just max now other... drop the yes. hbo not in, well in canada it's on crave so it was never on <laughs> hbo max but Egg on all of our faces um yeah in your face brendan <laughs> oh, shit. but it's just like a less convenient streaming platform so it's always kind of the last one i reach for so i have basically i watched the episode before this one and then this episode since the last time i've been okay. on well, I will say that I went to watch the episode for this podcast two days ago on, on Tuesday uh, to date this podcast the day that HBO Max turned into just Max. And I will say I went to my HBO Max account and it told me uh, HBO Max is now Max. So uh, update and then try again. And I was like, OK, but then it wouldn't tell me how to update. So it took me 15 minutes to figure out how to update this damn account so that it could be Max. Oh. And then it set my whole day back, you know, because I like to schedule out my days. And now I'm 15 minutes behind. It just, it, and, you know. <laughs> you know what the funny part is about the Max thing is I think the app's worse. I think, it, I think it's slower, clunkier. <laughs> it oh, all looks, and you know what? it's bad. Let me tell you something. When it was just HBO Max and I was watching and I, you know, watched something in the episode and, like, didn't catch something and I was like, ooh, I would just do a click tap of the rewind button and then press play. It was oh, a quick little thing Lord. and it would bring Believe me back, me. it would bring me back, like, one second so I could see what I just missed. When I do that now on Max, it brings me back, like, five seconds. And I'm like, I just watched this. So uh, annoying. Well, so and so was- now that it's Max, that means you also have access to all of the Discovery Plus hits, right? Oh, thank God. Woo. Honestly, getting into 90 Day Fiance is one of the best things I've ever done, and I highly <laughs> recommend it. You know, I tried, because future friend of the podcast, Jordan Parhar, was always raving about that show, and then when we visited him uh, at his home, he had it on, and I was watching, and I was like, yeah, this is fine, but I would never go out of my way to watch it, so that, it, it just it didn't happen for me. Mm, no, it's appointment viewing for me now. Wow. Like last week, there was an issue where the episode didn't go- come up on time on streaming. Uh-oh. And I was like, what is going on? I'm furious. And then I had to find another way to watch it, even though I pay for the subscription service. You can't Bullshit. trust streaming. They're, they're glitching out all over the place. It's very I annoying. Tr- I truly pay like six ninety nine to Discovery Plus specifically to watch 90 Day Fiance and nothing else. Wow. Wow. It's- like I could simply just pirate that. Well, no, we don't do illegal things. Not not on this podcast. I can never break uh, off the law. The podcast we no. 
yes. Oh my god. Well, we would never endorse yourself. it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and then that was fucked up. What you just said. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a naughty man. The views of it Brendan Ruppel. <laughs> the views of Brendan do not reflect the views of Lonely Boys Incorporated. I've Foundation. evolved from naughty boy to naughty man. Okay. Brendan, <laughs> Brendan, mute your mic for five minutes. You're All right. Five minutes. I'll see you in five. <laughs> <laughs> all right um unmute we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna let's get because because brendan it is your time to shine we're gonna get into the episode Woo. uh the name of this episode very simple one word two syllables it is gaslit you know Oof. what this is referencing before i overthink it i'm just gonna say it's gaslight Brendan, what do you think? You are finally correct. No, no, Brendan, did you have any reason of like? Do you know what Gaslight is? No. Or like, I, I'm just okay. kind of trying to get in the heads of the Gossip Girl title writers. Okay. Um, okay, so it is the famous film, of course, the 1944 film Gaslight, which <laughs> okay. is where the term Gaslight comes from. Mm -hmm. Where you, you know, you 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 gaslight me all the time, Brendan. So of course you know what gaslighting yeah. is, right? And I, I learned it from always that movie. be gaslighting. Always, <laughs> yeah. always be gaslighting. That's the motto of Gossip Girl. I mean, yeah, it might as well be because there, there was a lot of that going on, especially in this episode, as, as you know, evidenced by the name. Actually, a, a pretty accurate name for the for the title. Again, uh, they've been they've been all decent with with better, it this season. Better. The show's getting worse, but the title's getting better. How dare you? This was <laughs> show getting worse, or yeah, are you episode. getting worse? Yeah, you're just getting grumpy. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting really cranky. And then you're three for ten on this season. Okay, maybe that's part of the crankiness. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, I think. Um, original air date, November 29th, 2010, so Thanksgiving time. But directed by, and I, and I never usually say who directs the episode, but it was directed by Kate Donovan of Jimmy Cooper fame on, uh, on the OC. Wow. So, I had, I, I had, had a stink all over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone had bad hair this there episode. <laughs> <laughs> he came on set and he was like, "All right, if everyone can just fuck up their hair, <laughs> that's the Tate Donovan way." I mean, a lot of their hair was bad because they had to cover their clip and extension clips. It was a it was a different time. Extensions weren't how they are now. Wow, funny. It was tough, but it is a it's Thanksgiving, and you know, canonically Gossip Girl's favorite holiday. And Blair is going to enter her home, and she is beaming with happiness. Also, Dorota's here with her little baby, so that's nice. And uh, she she gives Blair a little sass in this scene, and also like in this in this episode, uh, I think Mom Mom Dorota doesn't really fuck around anymore. She Blair Blair like has a problem with her, and Dorota's like, "Yes, I want you to freeze." All sarcastic. I was very uh very happy that Dorota was was keeping up yeah, with the sarcasm the with uh, with oh, Blair. Yeah. Yeah, give her the business. Um, and. Uh, Rhoda is uh, telling Blair that she just wants to leave town because of Serena and Chuck. And uh, she's naming all of her favorite holiday traditions. And Blair asks if any of these traditions involve getting to the point. So Blair, <laughs> Blair is also giving it to Dorota. Um, but Dorota has already made Harold's famous Thanksgiving pie for Blair because we all know that uh, Blair Waldorf must pie, dating back to the season one episode. And Dorota wants to drop the pie off at the Vanderwoodsons on Blair's way to the airport. But... Blair is not happy about this because Serena is the one who forced uh, Chuck and her into the open and tried going after her committee. So uh, she, Blair thinks she's staying at Lily's to avoid her. But uh, as we will find out, uh, Lily thinks that she's staying at Blair's to avoid her. And uh, no one has communicated that where, uh, where Serena actually is. <laughs> it, it, when they started talking about this, I, I was like, what is she talking about? Because in my head, again, I, th I said this last episode, it was so clearly not Serena doing this to Blair and Chuck <laughs> that I, I, it, I couldn't buy it. They're so stupid. 
Well, it was good enough to, for everyone to fall <laughs> it's for. Good it. enough. You have to remember that all these photos are like again taken on like an LG chocolate and have approximately <laughs> half a megapixel, so you right. don't have to really exactly look like Serena for right. it to be. So good. when you want to frame someone for doing coke at a party, you just put like a shitty mask on them, and you'll never know. Just right. be blonde. That's it. Yeah, and, and that's I, all you, be that's fair, all you need. People do think that all blonde women look alike, and they all do coke. <laughs> you got people, me. Think, people think that all blonde women do coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the stereotypes that blondes have to uh, deal with. I mean, um, I feel like part of growing up was when I realized that like everyone had done so much cocaine, and I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to find it if I wanted to. Like, I'm such a loser. You say that now, but just... before the podcast, you were snorting it with your Stanley Cup straw. <laughs> yeah, you caught me. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't. She still doesn't know where to find it. Yeah. it, was just, it <laughs> Listen, I don't know very much about doing cocaine, but I think that's a really long straw. <laughs> Probably not very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, I don't know how we segue out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the photos. Well, Blair, yeah, Blair's gonna give. Uh, the pie over to the Vanderwoodsons because uh, you know it's about pies and traditions and that's it and uh, she asks Dorota uh, the word the Polish word for pain in the ass and I think Dorota tells a little baby Anna <laughs> the does. Polish word for pain in the <laughs> ass and, and I really wanted to know what it was but the subtitles just say speaking foreign language so unfortunately yeah, I, I did not get to learn anything yeah Most but she tells the baby thing. she goes yeah, the, <gasps> the, the, yes baby Anna was like Dorota wash your mouth <laughs> so the baby would be like, Mom. Like, why would she no, no. Rhoda. Rhoda. From day one, calls her by her first the name. The baby's first no. name is Rhoda. would never stand for that. Rhoda. Enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the table is set for Thanksgiving at the Vander Humphreys, and Eric asks Rufus if they have relatives he doesn't know about it, um, know about, because... Uh, once again, Rufus has, is all about making these elaborate meals for no one to show up to. Last week he made breakfast that no one showed up to. Now he's making Thanksgiving that uh, Eric doesn't think anyone's going to show up to. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor house husband Rufus. What? Why is he cooking? He should be ordering catering. Seriously. I mean, it's, like, it's, yeah, I think on. he must be because by the end of the episode when we see that little spread, there's no way he did. He was at the hospital all day. There's no way he cooked that. I don't know. I think but it's never confirmed that he cooked. To, he probably set the table. table. Exactly. I think that's well, all he did. Yeah. Set the table. Well, he said it very well. He makes chili and waffles. That's it. That's, that's what a true. combination. <laughs> yeah, sometimes both Ch- chili on a chili waffle. Nothing wrong with that. Honestly, <laughs> when you say it like that, it doesn't sound bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> chili taco and a waffle. So, so uh, Rufus said that Lily wanted to pull out all the stops this year. He asked Eric if he's heard from Serena. So uh, we know that she has not been staying here either, and also hasn't responded to any of Eric's texts. Um, most of them have included angry emoticons, according to Eric, which love the thought of e- Eric ending every text with a little mad face at Serena. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, did, what's the situation with Serena's phone at this point, right? Because in the previous episode, right. her phone had been stolen, and so the text she was, like, sending, like, she wasn't receiving her text. Did right. she get her phone? Like, I guess Juliet would have had to give her her phone back, like, in the cab? Yeah. Or... I don't know. I guess, I guess there's no reason to assume that... She can get messages now or, or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think they yeah. tell us because I, I guess it doesn't really matter for this yeah. episode. But I don't, yeah, I don't think they went through the trouble I mean, of swapping the SIM cards back. I I 
think they have to swap it back because if they don't, then it gives her too much evidence that something was done that to her. That is true. That is true, yeah. So I guess, yeah, at some point, Juliet probably switches them back somehow. Um, and then did you think we were going to cut to uh, Juliet's apartment and see like her literally torturing Serena while she was tied to a chair? Yeah, I, I could have sworn she was chained to the bed last episode. <laughs> I thought I saw silver chains. I th- I she was tied in to your the version, bed, maybe. I actually right? do think she was tied to the bed. That's what I remember seeing, also. Yeah, well, with the ball and. We're guy. watching Brendan's version of. Yeah. The, of the show. And how do I unsubscribe from that? <laughs> it's life binding. So, again, I guess Blair and the Vanderwoodsons have not communicated at all. Otherwise, they would know that Serena is missing. Which, like, Eric really hasn't texted Blair at all. Like, have you seen Serena? She's not answering my messages. I, I guess not. I don't know. Trying that hard to find her. Yeah, maybe they should have done that. But um, so Eric's trying to convince Lily to let Serena come home. She's like, come on, Lil, it's the holidays. He's like, I want to make my chili for Serena because I I love her so much. I'm the only one in the family that still loves (laughs) Serena. She needs my chili. Um, And so Lily's basically like, when she's ready to take responsibility for her actions, we'll talk. And until then, Lily is done being punished. Uh, again, I feel like since literally no one has heard from Serena, we don't know how long this has been, probably like a day, but no one has heard from her. I feel like they should at least be a little worried. Yeah, I mean, they start been to get at worried. at least a couple days, because when Jenny comes, Rufus is like, oh, I wasn't expecting you until the holidays, mm. implying true. that they yeah, were at least a few days weeks. early. <laughs> it's been like a month I mean, a I doubt year. weeks, but I think it's for sure been days. I mean, there's a chance that that party last episode was for Halloween, so it could have been it could be the- weeks. Oh, my God. So Serena hasn't woken up for days? <laughs> I mean, I think that she was probably kept drugged for a little while. And, like, well, she was moved for sure she ended up in the hotel room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Juliet move her. The, doc- the doctor said that uh, she had taken, like, she ingested, like, a, a shit ton of the drug. So it could have been, like, over the course of a few days, just continued to keep her sedated. Jeez, what a, this is a full-time job for Juliet. <laughs> This is she has nothing else to how do. you know that Gossip Girl is a full-on soap opera. This is like passion's <laughs> light, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love did it. Did I, I love everything that is going on here. Like, did either of you ever watch Passions? I know. There's a long plot that goes over the course of like half a season where this girl... I can't remember their names, so I apologize to any hardcore Passions fans. But the girl is upset because this other woman is pregnant with the man that the original girl loves. So she and a scary woman dress in clown suits and keep the pregnant woman (laughs) trapped in a pit in the basement for like months. Like she has the baby and everything. She's there for a long time. But what it turns out is that the scary bigger woman is actually the kidnap victim's dad wearing like prosthetics to look like a woman. Like this is is like Gossip Girl in this episode is like the light version of Uh that, which is one of the most iconic like, plot lines in any series Honestly, ever. I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out of happening on Gossip Girl sure. sometime, sometime in the future. I mean, I, that's, um, that's what I think what I'm confused about with this episode, and sometimes when we get these extra soapy ones, I think I'd rather them just fully commit to it instead of having some episodes that are super light in tone and a little bit silly, and then you get one of these, where out of nowhere, we just get like a super serious soapy plot. It was dark. It was a dark... Somber it was episode. a very dark Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, they keep Such upping the ante. 
Yes. Um, Dan and Vanessa are food shopping. Uh, they're shopping for Rufus because Rufus loves his traditions. And uh, Dan is inviting Vanessa to Thanksgiving. She didn't know if Dan wanted her to come, but he does. And he says if it wasn't for Vanessa, he would have let Serena destroy his friendship with Nate. And Vanessa just replies... Friendships are important, as if someone is, like, holding up a cue card for her to read. Like, remember that <laughs> Vanessa is the one who sabotaged their relationship with Serena in the first place. And uh, she says she saw the blast about what happened at the Saints and Sinners party and asks if he's talked to Serena. Uh, Dan says he hasn't, and he and Nate have agreed that they aren't going to because kissing both of them proves she doesn't care about either of them. So they're just trying to move on. And I'm just thinking about how, like, absurd it would be if Serena actually did kiss both of them. Like, I, I know Serena <laughs> is historically horrendous at decision-making, but how would she ever decide that that was the best course of action to take? <laughs> be really funny. Also, Vanessa is officially—she's trying to get with Dan right now, right? Is that what she's, her, her game plan is? Yeah, I mean, the reason that she throws Jenny under the bus is because Juliet is like, Dan will never talk to you again. Yeah. Can we also talk about what Vanessa is wearing in this episode? Of course we can. I didn't notice it. Because it's just, like, one of the most ugly outfits I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Is it purple? She had, like, a cropped jacket that had, like, a very slight little peplum with, like, a really short skirt. Like, it was just very... Let me see if I can find it. sounds very Brooklyn on her. I'm picturing it now. It We're was so ugly. <laughs> She was yeah. wearing the same outfit the whole time, and it was bad. When you have when you have a banger of an outfit like that, you don't want to take it off. <laughs> oh. Just like Serena's pop star so, outfit, her exactly. her morgue outfit, her morgue outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan tells Vanessa he could really use uh, her just in case Serena shows up to Thanksgiving, and she's down as long as she has time to run back to the loft for her delicious tofu sage stuffing recipe. And you know, everyone's hating on the tofu in this episode. And Dan sarcastically asks how he could say no to tofu, but he should be sincere. To tofu's, yeah. tofu's great. Everyone loves tofu. Tof tofu's like a, a punchline in 2011, 2010. It really is. Okay. So, A, I've sent a picture of Vanessa's outfit in this episode to you oh. guys via Facebook Messenger. Um, B, I... Uh, oh, my God. That <laughs> it's the worst. What the fuck? Um, I did, how did I not see that? <laughs> I, listen, I don't know. So I guess I'll describe for the people she that can't so see that. So she's it. wearing like dress her. Um, is so this she's Kate Donovan's idea. <laughs> okay, so she's wearing like gray leggings with brown boots, and her purse is black. So that's already a lot. Mm -hmm. Then she's got like a tunic length shirt that's red and black plaid. And then a cropped jacket over top that is a moto style jacket, but it has like a tribal pattern of like teal orange yellow and red yeah yeah i'm glad you decided to <laughs> describe it it's it's a lot it is it's too much anyways no, but this yeah this is an insane outfit this might have to be the picture i used to uh when i tweet out the episode <laughs> That'd be my new it, background. i i couldn't believe what i was seeing because like i understand that it was in 2010 but I don't know anyone who was wearing this no. in 2010. Like, don't don't make excuses for Vanessa. We, the the year can't save her, her on this one. <laughs> like, even for 2010. But also, so, okay, Maddie, I don't have anything against tofu. Like, tofu can be great. Tofu can be bad, depending on how it's prepared. But right. how would you make a tofu? St isn't stuffing mostly bread? Like, I don't understand where the oh, tofu comes know. into play. I, listen, I, I don't... I, I don't understand the science behind it, so I don't know if this is possible or not, but... Uh, listen, if she has a recipe for it, I'm assuming she must know what she's doing. Or she's full of shit. Who knows? I, mean, I guess like, tofu is soft, like, breading and stuffing. So I'd... 
I don't know if it's the only ingredient in it or like what else is there to, to make it feel stuffingy. But it sounds possible. It'd be a very short recipe if it was just tofu. <laughs> tofu and sage. Well, there would definitely be like probably like what celery and. And we'll figure it out. Seasoning. We'll find we'll find the recipe, and then in the off season we'll do a podcast where we make the make the recipe. We try it. It'll be fun. Sounds that good. sounds fun. All right. Nate's on the phone with his dad. Uh, he says he's going to swing by before heading to grandfather's, which thank God Nate is still calling his grandpa grandfather. It's uh, Good still always makes me happy when I hear Do you grow out it. of that? I, I was just afraid. You know, it's a new season. Who, who knows? Maybe maybe <laughs> he's changed in the last year. But no, he's still calling him grandfather. <laughs> Grand-pa. <clears throat> That's right. I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the camera. That's right. I call him grandpa now. <laughs> no, do, I'm imagining, do you think that Nate, when he was like two, was like, grandfather? Or like, grandfather. do you think he ever called him like papa or anything no, I think like it was that? Gr- I grandfather's think, straight I think out of the maybe he did it once. He did it once, and then uh, grandfather was like, "You call me grandfather, or you get slapped." And then <laughs> okay. uh, that yeah. kind of changed, scared scared Nate into calling him grandfather. Um, and so Nate has to tell uh, the captain that Mrs. Captain needs more time; she's not ready to visit yet. And uh, the captain should have been like, "Oh, wasn't she just in town with uh, with her Girls Inc. Foundation? Did did you mention me at all then?" And Nate would have to be like, "No, actually, didn't say one word to her. No, no, no. We went to the same party and everything. I just didn't have a chance to talk to her at all last episode for whatever reason." Nate's dad gets access to the phone. I I have good reason to believe that people in this correctional facility have phone access. Oh yeah. So like. <laughs> he could have called her at some like it just seems like he went to jail and was like i will never speak to my wife again yes i will make dan get her to come here i mean i wait not dan that would be crazy captain Captain, what the fuck can you go get my wife leave me alone get my wife to visit me it always speaks so highly of you i'm sure you could do it so uh, the captain said he, it would be great to see uh, Mrs. Captain to show how much he's changed. Um, and Nate's going to see what he can do. Um, but before he can see his mom, he runs into Mr. Stahl. And, and Nate seems very excited to see him. He's like, Mr. Stahl, what are you doing here? Which he really <laughs> turned into like a Brooklynite all of a sudden. With, with this. <laughs> and Mr. Stahl's dropping off some papers. So Nate lies and says she's not in right now, but he can give it to her. And then... Mr. Stoll looks a little uncomfortable, but does just hand the documents right over. I, I think Mr. Stoll might need to retire. Yeah, he even looks pretty unsure. He's like, mm, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. You can Not the me. best process server in the world. No, and then he just opens them right away, and they are divorce papers. It'll be funny one one episode if they had Derek Jeter play the captain instead. It'd be really funny. <laughs> It'd be really funny. <laughs> I don't think I don't just for an episode, and then it comes back to the other, the other actor. No, can you explain to me why that would be funny? Well, they call Derek Jeter the captain. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he that. was he was the captain of the New York Yankees for right. many years. I mean, I like I knew he was a Yankee, but I didn't know he was the captain. And, like, like, kind of like I, I'm not just gonna sit here and feel dumb when I can ask a clarifying question and then oh, yeah. also feel dumb. <laughs> no, some don't some people called him. I mean, you're living some from people called him El Capitan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Plus no, no one expects a, a Canadian to know uh, that Derek Jeter was the captain of the New York Yankees. I'm sure somebody does, and I can tell them to get bent. <laughs> yes, please do. Please that do. is the official <laughs> official view of the podcast as well. Uh, Kirsten McKinnis' uh, opinions do reflect the views of, of the, <laughs> the lonely boys. Um, so... Blair, Dorota, and uh, baby Anna enter the penthouse, and Blair asks why Chuck is here, and Chuck says it's Thanksgiving, the only day where it's acceptable to eat dinner before 8, which we talked about this before. Thanksgiving is famously uh, 
an early dinner holiday, but I, I didn't know that. Late. Yeah, what do you think about it being un- unacceptable to eat before eight the rest of the year? I think that's rich people shit. Like you they're like, so? oh, it's like we're in Europe. We'll eat dinner <laughs> at nine. Ha ha ha. Nine o'clock is like the same dinner time. They used to happen a lot at my house when. Like if my mom was getting home late from work and I was a stupid boy that didn't know how to cook, she would come home and cook me dinner at like ten thirty on a summer night. Um, yeah, and you're still a stupid boy. Yeah. And you owe your mother so much. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I would just wait. I could have just fed myself. Uh, you would come but, home and you'd be like, "Mama, I'm stupid. Mama, cook me. <laughs> goo goo. Like eat a bowl of cereal. Why does your mom <laughs> have to cook at nine p.m.? I'm too stupid, I'm too stupid to open the box of cereal. <laughs> my paws don't work. I called the paws as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brendan. Of course, when he was younger, he always pretended that he had paws that didn't work. That he that he didn't I, have a principal. I gotta thumb. tell you, this, you might be making this up, but it actually explains a lot right, about Brendan. There was also, a, I might not, and you don't know for sure. No, which... there, there was truly a time where I pretended to be a cat and I would drink uh, milk with syrup out of my cat bowl. <laughs> yeah, and this was at your bachelor party. Right? Milk with syrup. <laughs> I made you, you all milk with syrup. With syrup, what yeah. kind of syrup? Maple. The maple variety. I'm, that's so fucking disgusting. You can all about maple. Maple, of course. <laughs> maple, of course. You, you silly, silly girl. Well, I hope it was disgusting Vermont maple syrup and not delicious Canadian. <laughs> it, it was Canadian. Shots oh, my God. At the, I had it imported uh, for Vermont my cat milk. People. <laughs> I have nothing against Vermont. I don't know why I said disgusting it like that. Vermont. Yeah, right? He is. Um, Chuck's very apologetic. He says he should have asked if Blair would be here uh, so he can go. But Blair says, no, she's just here to drop off pie, and then she's heading to JFK. But even if she wasn't, they should get used to these run-ins. Uh, Blair and Chuck, very mature in this episode. They seem to be getting along pretty well for uh, the situation that they're in. I don't think they seem that mature, honestly. Like They would see each other and be like, oh, oh. Okay. Hi, we're not supposed to really like. They could still talk. Like they, they, it's like I guess they broke up, but the way they broke up was pretty amicable last episode, and now yeah. they're like, mm, we shouldn't. I think be. They're still amicable. Yeah, I guess they're just trying not to fuck again. Sad. Well, yeah. No, I just find this like really sad. I remember when this was happening. Li- this is, I think, the last season of Gossip Girl that I watched live. Hmm. And it's just like so sad. Like even though he's been horrible. He tried to sell her. Yeah, that was It's bad. like, okay, they've come to like <laughs> a good place where they admitted they love each other. And it's yeah. just like, ah, I, want, I want you to be together. And now yeah, you're not going to be together. together. Yeah. We're just waiting. We're just waiting for the inevitable here. And right. so uh, to Blair's credit, she actually asked Lily if Serena is here. But Lily's like, what? I thought she was with you. And Blair's like, what? I haven't seen her since Chuck's party, which we don't know when exactly that was still, how many days ago that was. And, uh, you know, this is why maybe a little more communication should have been happening because now uh, Serena's, you know, probably getting all of her fingers and toes chopped off because uh, Lily doesn't care where her daughter is. And Eric's like, okay, now I'm worried. And again, shocked that he didn't look into all of this before this, but uh, Chuck confirms that she's not at the Empire either. So Lily is like, okay, where the hell is she? And we finally see where she is. She wakes up in a bed. So, you know, so far, so good. But she's very confused, doesn't know where she is. She's looking around. All she can see is pills and booze. Uh, she knocks over a bottle. It smashes. Uh, and then she gets to the phone. She calls 911. And she says, my name is Serena Vanderwoodson. I don't know where I am or how I got here. Please help. And uh, then a deep exhale. I, w- I was worried for our girl Serena. Yeah. She was she's struggling. She is struggling. Yes. Okay, no, no further comments. Um, I, I was waiting for Brendan. Yeah, you know, I will. Yeah, I, I took a big sip of my Mountain Dew, thinking that Brendan was gonna 
uh, you know, extrapolate, but he was he was good with what she, we said. She was struggling. She's woozy. She, she, she was, was struggling. I, I don't know. I, I didn't, no, Brendan. I didn't you don't know. have to add. You don't have to add adjectives now. That was all you wanted to say. So <laughs> I, that's all you're. That's all you get to say. Like, I, I didn't. I was expecting her to throw the pills in there too. I thought she was just gonna leave it at like. All right, so Serena's gonna wake up and she's gonna be confused. But I guess it makes sense to kind of doctor it up a little bit and yeah. shush up the process. I wonder where she got all those pills. Like, why? What? If, why does Juliet have access to like a pharmacy? And how much did that cost? Like, oh, she's historically had money troubles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it hasn't worked. And she doesn't have Colin paying for everything anymore. But uh, so Dan has gotten Nate's text and he has come over. Uh, Nate fills him in on the divorce, and Dan's just like, oh, "I'm sorry, man, that sucks." You know, Dan obviously familiar with divorce after the whole Allison debacle. And uh, he tells Nate, you know, you can't stop this. If kids could fix their parents' relationships, they would. Hell, if we could fix our own relationships, we would. Uh, you know, some some wise advice from Dan, even though Nate doesn't Nate appreciate doesn't it. Nate doesn't like it, like, but, like, that's that kind like, of what that's you your advice? Like, yeah, that's you're, your advice? Yeah, you're do fucking nothing? 20. Just deal with it. But also, why <laughs> does Nate want his parents to be together so yeah, bad? They, they were good together. Like, it's so true. I, I really was so confused. It didn't seem like they were that close of a couple. And the little bit we saw before the captain went to jail, the captain was like totally willing to just abandon them. Yeah. I, it's acting like his whole life is going to be different if they get divorced. He hasn't you talked talk to, to either them. of his parents in like years. Yeah. And, and like his thing is, well, my dad, my dad, the captain, has gotten great my dad, the captain. since he's been. He's he's really turned his life around since he's been in prison, which is kind of a funny thing to say. Um, but like that doesn't mean that your. I mean, mom's that's literally better. the point of prison, yeah. Brendan. Oh, I know, but like, Brendan laughs about it. You, that is, <laughs> it's funny. Brendan's like, I don't believe in rehabilitation. No, it's just funny to say that while he's still in the can. Like, once you come out, like, let's see how you do when you're in the real world. But it, it is kind of funny. Like, he's doing so well. Like, well, he's still in, in jail. Uh, but okay, like, fair enough. But his mom is still a piece of shit. Like your mom didn't change at all. Yes. You're, you're, so you're sure your dad's great, but mom's <laughs> always been the worst character in the entire show. Yeah, and it's like they could have like if if Nate didn't intercept these papers, they could have gotten divorced, and I don't think Nate would have realized for like maybe seven years. <laughs> right. Sure. And also, how did he read those divorce papers? Right. Yeah, because he famously can't read. He so said, I don't well, know. "Dan, can you help me work, like, sound this out a little bit?" <laughs> oh, Nate, I don't think you're gonna like what this says. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Dan tells him that his parents are happier now than they ever were and he's like uh, you know don't take this the wrong way but this couldn't have been a total shock like you know I, I know yeah. you're an idiot but even you must have seen this coming and Nate's like no no I didn't <laughs> he had never thought about it so like, no, she she had years to do this he's, I, uh, I mean his mom was in the episode last episode and he didn't even see her that was the first time she had been in the seasons <laughs> yeah. so like of course he didn't see yeah. her he hasn't seen her that's true and he's taking really, this especially hard she was there because, out of nowhere yeah, for no reason either. Like, we didn't need I, to see her last week just to have her here this week. Like, oh, you're, you're going to want to be reminded of who this is so you can see her in yeah. this episode. Oh, thank God I remember from last <laughs> week. I know who this is now. Otherwise, I'd be so lost right now. <laughs> so, like, Nate's got a new mom. Nate's, <laughs> Nate's taking it hard because uh, he feels like his dad has really changed. And uh, Dan Dan wishes him luck. And Nate thanks him, but then takes it back. He's like, actually, no thanks. Your advice sucked. And so Dan, Dan, uh, Dan gets a call. Um, I guess that's supposed to be like playful, fun friend banter. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was fun. It was, you know, it was cute. It still it was, comes, it, it comes some... off like still mean by <laughs> Chase Crawford's bad acting. Wow, Chase really Crawford is shot. hurt, and hurt people hurt people. Okay, <laughs> it's true. It's I think true. it was supposed to be like a cute moment, and it wasn't. 
Wow, you are so critical, Brendan. It's bad. Brendan just came here to give the Thanksgiving episode a bad grade because he's (laughs) a hater and because he hates me personally. You know what his agenda is. Yeah, like I I see him sprinkling the seeds of doubt throughout. He can be like, I give it a G plus because it was a garbage episode. I think I gave one of the Thanksgiving episodes a good grade. Nate was mean to Dan, so I'm giving this an (laughs) F. F. I just can't get over Nate saying uh, no thank you to Dan. Uh, Dan's the LVP because he was mean to Nate. <laughs> so, Rufus calls Dan. He's like, I hate to tell you this over the phone, but Serena's in the hospital. And uh, whatever you do, don't tell Nate so we can keep him in a separate storyline for now. And like, like, literally, Nate's the only one who doesn't that know sucks, about this because we, we Ruf- love when the gang's all together. It's so annoying yeah, he couldn't Rufus, be there. Rufus is like, we want to keep this in the immediate family, which is literally everyone on the show except for Nate. And so, like, it doesn't make sense that Nate isn't involved in this. It's just so that Nate can deal with his parent shit and not have to worry about Serena and for it, a little his, bit. Yeah, his reasoning is like, I'm done with Serena. Like, I'm not, like, I don't care about her. And they also wanted to give, like, a slight resolution in this episode of, like, oh, Serena is into Dan. And I think if Nate's there, it just muddies the water and makes it harder to lean into that. Actually, I don't think they told Nate, because I know Rufus, when he called Dan, said he wanted to just keep it between the family. And everyone else is in the family except for Nate, technically. Yeah, Nate doesn't know until he sees it on the news. (laughs) (laughs) And then he, yeah, Nate's not part of the family. He's like, wait. You guys are all step siblings except for me. Yeah. And also, Nate. Nate doesn't watch the news, so he still doesn't oh, yeah. know. <laughs> so, uh, Blair's pleading with the hospital front desk person. It's making me sad. Blair's just so worried, and she wants to see her friend. And uh, I-, I feel like, I don't know. I-, I don't know why Juliet does this exactly. At the end, she tells her brother, she's like, I, I made it so that no one's going to listen to Serena again because she over. But like, I feel like all of her friends and family have like forgotten that they hate her and just want to make sure she's okay now. Yeah, I think that's Yeah, the but thing. she's not trustworthy anymore. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like we could have done something else, but you know what? It it worked. It it she she was able to execute her plan regardless of how flawed it was. Um Chuck's here. Uh he tries to talk to Blair, but she just walks away. And we we we've had so many hospital episodes like this. And Brendan, I know you were just complaining about Gossip Girl doing the same things over and over again, but I always love a hospital episode. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with the with the hospital Mainly for the reason, like I said before, it's just it gets everyone in the same room. Um, yeah, and, except and this, for Nate. I was thinking, my, I, would, I didn't say this on the podcast, I don't think, that this the show has been really been lacking heart for me lately, so at least it gave me some of yes. that. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? Go back and, and say it in last week's podcast. Just edit yourself. I'll in. put it in. I mean, as we're recording this, point, it didn't, it didn't At any point you yet, want, so. just, I'll throw it just in. a little, you come out of nowhere and say, The show, show has been lacking, lacking heart. heart. <laughs> And for that reason, I give it an F. F. <laughs> I've got an F streak. F. I wish I was so... on a real F streak. Ew. <laughs> Poor Brendan has an F in some time. <laughs> Rufus comes to comfort Lily. Uh, all, all they could tell him was what they already know, that Serena dialed 911 from a motel in Queens and drugs were involved. Lily doesn't know what to do. Rufus tells her for now, just be here when she wakes up. Um, good advice. If this were Jenny, I think Rufus would be screaming at her unconscious body and shipping her to Hudson. <laughs> Absolutely. He'd be like, get me a helicopter and take her to a hospital. I don't even want to look update. at her. And it, it, it has been nice not having to see that. Like uh, One of the only positives about Jenny not being here lately is we don't have to see angry Rufus. Yeah. Well, I mean, and- you, can, you can tell he missed yelling at her <laughs> when she comes he back. Sure he did. can't wait. He cannot wait to scream at her. Well, and the thing, too, like, to be, like, not defending Rufus at all, however, I do feel like with your 15-year-old daughter, 
ends up in like an overdose situation, it's like more alarming. Sure. Yeah. Adult child. Maybe. I don't really know. I'd be alarmed either way. Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be a, <laughs> it would be quite alarming no no matter the age. But uh, so uh, Rufus is gonna call Jenny now. Tells her that Serena's in the hospital. Looks like an overdose, and they're hoping she's gonna be fine. Um, and he's like, you know, if it's okay with your mom, I'd really like you to be here because uh, you know I know you and Serena have a complicated past. But Jenny Jenny doesn't even let him finish. Of course she's gonna be here. She she's gonna get there as fast as she can. Uh, Jenny is rattled. Obviously. She has no idea what happened with Juliet and Serena, and now she must think that her ruining her life drove her to overdose, which, again, really sad stuff. This is a uh, pretty dark episode of the show. Yeah, I mean, she, like she said, she wanted to hurt her, but not, like, physically. She, she wanted to right. just, you know, bully her a little bit <laughs> and make her feel like shit. As, honestly, but, as, you know. as these people do, you want to just bully the other person a little bit. Yeah. Who could have seen it coming, uh, coming to this, coming to an overdose? There had to be a big consequence for one of these schemes at some point. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like, well, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. And the consequence, it really, I mean, it's, it ends up not being like Jenny's fault for taking things too far. It's just because they had a rogue agent here. Juliet is uh, doing God knows what to her mask to, <laughs> and tying her up to beds and stuff to make this happen. Um, Vanessa comes to the penthouse. And I really appreciate this because the scene with Jenny just now started to make me tear up a little bit. I was getting I was getting a little blue. You know, it's some sad stuff. But then Vanessa walking into a near empty house because no one bothered to tell her what happened just made me start laughing. Because why bother telling Vanessa? <laughs> she she comes up. in with this, like, pl- a, I guess plastic bag of stuffing wearing <laughs> the worst outfit that anyone's ever worn. And it's like, what is happening here? And they're like, call Rufus, you fool. Call oh, Rufus. Call Rufus. Leah, luckily for her, Dorota's home. She tells her, she's like, can you shut up, please? My baby's sleeping. And she's like, where is everyone? And Dorota's like, uh, call Mr. Humphrey. I don't want to be the one to tell you. And so before she does that, she gets a text from Jenny. Serena in trouble. We screwed up coming home. And I mean, Jenny said she was done getting involved in stuff. And she lets herself come back for one last hurrah because she thinks she's defending Vanessa. And then this happens. Like, if Jenny wasn't retired before, you have to assume she is now. Yeah. It's it just goes to show you should never do anything for Vanessa. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what that should be the lesson oh, everyone yeah, takes. Vanessa from brought this Julia to her. I forgot. Yes, because she does this all for Vanessa, and then look how Vanessa repays her in this episode. Oh, what if? Oh, you motherfucker! Oh, oh you motherfucker! Man. You motherfucker! <laughs> and storms into the hospital, frantically asks Blair where she is, if she's all right, what happened, and Blair tells him that she overdosed in a cheap motel in Queens alone. Uh, I got the sense that Blair is most upset that Serena was in a motel in Queens. And without why, her. Yeah. Why was she there? Yeah, yes, and without her. Um, Blair doesn't understand why Serena didn't come to her. Uh, she's like, I, you know, no matter how angry we are at each other, she knows I don't know what I would do if anything happened to her. And, man, I just wanted to hug Blair. It would, it would be even more sad if, like, we were thinking that Serena had actually overdosed. But the, the fact that we know that Juliet drugged her and kidnapped her last episode does add an interesting wrinkle to it. It's like, we're, we're like, sad, and yeah. it's sad how everyone's reacting. Well, we know but we know she's it's okay. not like... Yeah, we, we know it's not, like, as tragic as it could be. Um, Dan can't wrap his head around it. He's like, Chimo Tell, this doesn't sound like Serena. But Blair's like, oh, you are such a fool. I forget <laughs> I forget how much of a recent addition you are. She says, you met her as a girl coming home trying to start over. And uh, apparently this sounds a lot like the Serena Blair used to know. So she tells Dan that uh, boarding school Serena was drugging it up all over the place. Well, yeah, she killed a man. <laughs> Who could just, forget? Just ask Pete Fairman. <laughs> You're really, well, you can't. You can't, because she killed him. I think Pete, Pete Fairman has the most mentions of any character that was only in one episode. 
<laughs> it was, you know, he's only there in a flashback fashion too. Yeah, he's just in a flashback in one episode, and he gets he gets name dropped a lot. Yeah, and he's dead, bro. And he, and he is dead. <laughs> um, Rufus and Lily, Doctor Keller is going to come out and tell them that it was a drug overdose, but it wasn't severe. Uh, her liver and kidneys look fine, and she's stable, so they're going to discharge her when she wakes up. And uh, she asks them if uh, they want to discuss a place for her recovery. She understands that the Vanderwoodsons love the Ostroff Center. They have some history there. And uh, Lily kind of in denial. She's like, oh, well, Serena's not a drug addict. She wasn't trying to harm herself. This was just a stupid mistake. It wasn't severe. So, you know, let's, uh, let's not take any drastic measures here. But the doctor tells her that in addition to painkillers and sleeping pills, Serena has been taking, uh, however you pronounce that, no, no tryptoline or something like that, which is an antidepressant and can be fatal when taken in conjunction with other drugs. And she asked Lily if Serena was battling depression. I, mean, I feel like Lily's Sorry. reaction at first is a little fair because she doesn't she hasn't seen Serena act out before this. So it seems like an isolated incident before she hears about this. I also feel like they could easily find if Serena has been prescribed antidepressants. That is very like, true. Because, <laughs> like, I, antidepressants, I feel like, are not, like, a street drug. It's not like it's, like, a anxiety pill yeah. like Xanax. What if you like, want them, you can get them. Like, look at Juliet. If you I, want them, you can get them. Nah, nah, look at Juliet. I guess you look just have Juliet. to go to a sketchy doctor and they'll prescribe anything to you. But, like, I don't know. There would have been proof of a prescription or not, which I think would yeah. say a lot yeah. here. Or, yeah, at the very least, like, of one of the trail. people in this group would have noticed Serena taking drugs in the past few weeks. Never know. I mean, Brendan, you, you're saying that this is just an isolated incident. You know, this is no, the overdose is no big deal, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like let's not dismiss recovery because as far as Lily knows, her daughter did just overdose. And I, I don't think, I don't think it's something to be taken lightly. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think Lily's perspective is not about like, Oh, well, like it's not that big of a deal. She's just like, well, let's just take her home so that we don't have to have any more people know about this. Right. She doesn't want the bad press, which is, which is the classic Lily. It's not like she's going to come home and Lily's going to be like, so Serena, what was that about? (laughs) What's going on? Like she would come home. (laughs) They never talk about it again. And if Serena was actually in active addiction, it could go to a really dark place. And you know, also the, the doctor's implying that maybe this was something that Serena might have done on purpose. So I, I, at the very least, this seems like another thing that uh, Rufus and Lily need to discuss at the very least. And she's for right now, she's like, no, no, Serena's just blowing off steam. It went too far. And it's like, let's just open up to the possibility that something more serious can be happening because, you know, this which, is your daughter's life here. Which Rufus does. He's like, we don't know. So it's, it, there, right. there's a chance that she does have, is struggling with some issues. Yeah, so, I I mean, they will end up, obviously, talking about this, because, uh, I mean, Lily does a complete 180 about it, she, she's, but by, like, the end of the next scene, she's like, all right, get her, get her in the Ostrov Center, no matter what. Right. Um, Mrs. Captain, she's looking for her divorce papers. Uh, again, Nate's the only one not in the hospital right now, because uh, he's got to deal with his parents' divorce instead. Yeah, because he hates Serena, and... Everyone was like, Nate, she overdosed. She's in the hospital. And he's like, well, she kissed Dan, too, so I guess she must not care that much. <laughs> Nate, Nate, this is not the time. Um, Nate is, Nate's pissed that Anne isn't giving the captain a chance after everything he's been through. And Anne's like, what about what I went through? I mean, I, I truly hate to side with Mrs. Captain, of all people, but she does not owe it to the captain to stay with him. Sorry, what has the captain been through? He did a bunch of illegal shit and he (laughs) got caught. So he's facing the consequences of those actions in white collar prison. Right, he's in a cushy white collar prison where he's winning, uh, where he's reading winner by Colin Forrest. He got beat up once. 
He did get beat up once. Well, yeah. That also, like, we'll get to that later. I have some questions about that that <laughs> I think are more relevant at another part of the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, just, like what, are, like, what are we talking about? He's put you through more, Nate, than he has been yeah. through. Remember so, when Nate had no electricity? Yeah, of course. Who could forget? Almost Nate. Also, Nate had Christian, to become a sex worker. Did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, why do the Thanksgiving episodes always deal so heavily with Nate's parents? That is because Thanksgiving is all about family, all about baby. Family. Just That's like Fast true, and Furious. Which means... <laughs> exactly. I'm always comparing the Thanksgiving episodes of Gossip Girl with Fast and Furious. <laughs> um, except for the Thanksgiving episodes of Gossip Girl are much better than Fast and Furious. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen a Fast and Furious. Maybe really? uh, Robin Akiva can watch all the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes on 3X. <laughs> and po- and I mean, That's they are idea. looking for my 15th episode on Renette. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. I think maybe you That's should. That's a good idea. This. You so, should pitch it. This right, is I'll a good idea. It. I'm doing okay. <laughs> so, um, Nate wants her to at least come see him. Uh, she's like, "Don't, don't you at least owe him that?" Which no, she doesn't. I, I mean, and also, I, I'm sorry. I just can't take this storyline that seriously when I when I know that Serena is like dying in the hospital right now. So, uh, it, it is weird that Nate is getting his separate storyline during this. But uh, I, here we are. So she, she tells Nate that they have to be at grandfather's at six, so he can see Captain Howie tomorrow. And Lily and Rufus, they return to the waiting room. Uh, everyone has questions for her. She wants to know how Serena is, when they can see her. And Rufus tells them that the doctor thinks maybe they should get Serena some help. And, you know, Lily, Lily still needs to think because the doctor comes back, asks her what her decision is. Um, you know, but notice, uh, Dr. Billy does not come. I guess they didn't tell him about it. Maybe, I, I guess is he's still on the run. Like, I, don't, I can't even remember what happened with uh, <laughs> Dr. Vanderwitz in here. <laughs> I thought he was going to keep, keep in touch with his daughter. Now she's like on death's door and he's just like, eh, I'll see her. Maybe that's time. where that's Julia what got the shitty dads from. say to their daughters. <laughs> we'll keep true, in yeah. touch. That doesn't mean that they will be keeping in touch. Yeah. yeah, yeah Julia, Julia knew when... a shifty doctor is like, I know where to find fucking pills for Serena. <laughs> yeah. That's where she got the pills. She went to the like, oh, oh, yeah. I gave her antidepressants because she was depressed. Like, do you, yeah, Billy, like, oh, Dr. Daughter- Billy, do you have those cancer pills you were giving Lily? Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, if Lily signs off on treatment, then uh, it will be allowed to involuntarily admit Serena. And Dan's pissed because admitting Serena against her will is wrong. Um, I understand, you know, maybe she should be admitted, whatever. Like, but it's not a terrible idea to talk to her first. Like, they, I think Dan is right that they should at least talk to her first, maybe hear her side of the story if, if she yeah. is awake. Um Blair's concerned that if they don't do it, it might happen again. And uh, she says that it happened before, it could happen again. And Rufus tells Lily that it's her call and she has their support no matter what. Uh, A lot of pressure for Lily here to make this decision. Yeah, everyone's staring at her. Dan is like, I I feel like Dan's perspective isn't, let's talk to her and then we'll decide what to do. He's just like, but we just have to talk to her and then everything will be okay. And it's like... No, like, yeah, you should probably talk to her and see if you can get her on board with getting help. But everyone is operating under the assumption that she has been on a bender and had a drug overdose or purposefully overdosed. And that's not something that you can just ignore or, like, let someone talk their way out of if they're in active addiction and are in trouble, you Uh know? Yeah, Yeah, like, what what, what, what good would it do to talk to her? She also doesn't really know what happened either. I don't know. Well, they don't I even just... know that she doesn't know what happened is right. the other thing. Like, they really should right. at least be like, what's, what's going on? 
Yeah, like what happened? Like at, at least get to, like I don't know. I think the the wrong move is just going in there and being like, "All right, we're going to the Ostrov Center." And she's like, "What? What the fuck? What, what just happened?" Right. But, um, but they did but make I, that decision because they wanted her to have a place where the media wouldn't be able to get in. Yes, and uh, that true didn't work. Did not end up going as they planned, but at least Lily is thinking through all the options now. But uh, Eric interrupts everyone to show them that the newscast being played in the hospital is a. Uh, you know, they're, of course, reporting on the Serena Vanderwoodson overdose. You hate to see it. They, they call her former party girl Serena Vanderwoodson. <laughs> uh, they even play her 911 call on TV. Like, I, I always think that's so fucked up that they can just play 911 calls for everyone to hear on, on TV. Like, another reason why I would never call uh, never, <laughs> never call 911. I, 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 I wouldn't crazy. want my 911 call to I end up on the news. That. That's nuts. It's crazy. It feels like an invasion of privacy. I mean, so- the fact that they got it this fast, it definitely was found in, like, not good ways like there's ways that a 911 call gets released where it's supposed to be heard to like aid in an investigation yeah this is not that this is like daily mail wiretapping type <laughs> shit yeah. and then and chuck tells everyone he's like there, he's like there's fans in the streets the paparazzi will be here in about five minutes um i don't know how he knows exactly how long it's going to take the paparazzi to come maybe, maybe he's the one that called him maybe he's the one uh called tmz <laughs> maybe. This, this, uh, yeah Getting getting a quick buck by uh, selling all this to uh, to the news and to TMZ, but uh, they can't take her home because everyone's uh, probably pitching tents outside there to get a picture of her. So that's not good for her either. Um, you know, obviously they, you know, th- those people are all scumbags. They, that that includes Gossip Girl in this episode, who's pretty terrible reporting on on Serena. Yeah. Um, and Serena's finally waking up, so the doctor comes over to ask Lily if she wants to talk to her. And instead of talking to her, uh, Lily just says, uh, I've decided we are going to send her to the Ostroff Center. Involuntarily, involuntary hold if she doesn't want to go. And uh, there we go. It, it is fun seeing Lily in charge again, though. I'll, we, I'll give her that. love that. Very, love Lily in charge. She's a bad bitch. Um, she really is. I, I th- It's definitely just because, well, well if media already found out, let me just throw her in there because she was afraid of the media finding out that she had to go to the Ostrov Center. Right. Now right, that they already know, right. yeah. might as well just go all in. Well, now yeah, she has to seem like anyway. a good mom who cares True, about yeah. her daughter yeah. who overdosed. Yeah, she's doing a quick switch here. And we see Serena now already in the Ostrov Center. Um, so you got to feel bad for her because she's just sitting here. She She's like in the Ostrov Center because she unknowingly got drugged. And like she doesn't know how she ended up, up getting that. Like that's... Such a scary thought to just be out at one second, and then the next thing, you're waking up in a bed, and then you're waking up in the Ostrov Center. Like, poor poor Serena, obviously. Um, Eric and Lily come in. Lily is trying to talk to her, but she just tells her to stop. She's like, your daughter wakes up alone, drugged in an empty motel room, and you don't call the cops. You don't ask if she's okay or what happened. You just have her committed. What kind of mother does that? And Lily tells her the kind of mother who wants her daughter to be safe. Uh, but Serena's not buying it. Uh, Brendan, were, were you Team Lily again? Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm, I have like a foot out the door just because I'm, I'm tentative, like knowing her mothering in these situations from like the early days. So I'm like, I, I'm on, I, I do think she has the best interest in mind for Serena, but I guess I, I think you're, it's it's fair for Serena just to be confused and angry too. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be confused and angry if I was Serena. Yeah, yeah. It'd be super weird if she was like, "I'm chill with this." <laughs> right. yeah. Like, okay, here <laughs> I am. <laughs> Hi, Mom. I'm I chill guess with I'm this. in rehab now. <laughs> I don't remember doing any drugs, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little vacation. Um, yeah. Lily, Lily tells Serena it would be a lot easier to just take her home and pretend like this never happened, but she is afraid for her. And, you know, she's saying it through tears. Uh, so that's acting. Serena. Take notes, Chase. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, 
Serena asks Eric how he could let Lily do this to her, and he's just like, because I love you. And he, his voice breaks while he says it. You know, Good very speech. emotional. And so Eric tells her that he also didn't want to be here. And Serena's like, listen, I am not in denial. I just didn't do it. And Eric's like, yeah, I know, I know. It took me a long time to come to terms with what I did too. I, like, I can't even imagine how frustrating this must be for Serena. Literally, everything she says is just going to be twisted into her just saying it because she can't come to terms with what she did. Like, she's right. helpless. <laughs> so, There's literally so helpless. nothing. Yeah, there's nothing she can do except except that this is her life now, which is so depressing. Yeah, it, it's, it's so sad. Yeah, you, you gotta feel a little lost. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, Nate finally makes his way over to the center, and Dan's like, "Yeah, sorry, couldn't tell you, but uh, even though I was right next to you when I got the, the when I got the call, Nate doesn't care though. He's just like, oh, it's fine, oh, it's fine." And so Nate lets Dan know that Serena said she couldn't remember anything, and. And now Dan uh, is uh, starting to be suspicious about what happened at the party. He's like, so remember Serena said she didn't kiss either of us and also that she had no idea what happened. And now like this, like, what if something else is going on? But Nate's just like, oh, you're probably just thinking that because it's easier than the truth. But Dan, you're onto something here. Listen to your gut. Something something weird is happening. And Dan is the hero we need right now. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> Come get him. I don't know. He's annoying. Your guy, Dan, Kirsten. Who he's, said he's, that? He's kind of obsessed. Your guy, I did. You're, he's your guy. He's he is obsessed, obviously, but he is right. Like he he is right that something weird is going on. Yeah, I don't think there's enough evidence for him to feel this way, though. I feel like the evidence would indicate that like <laughs> she was on drugs and didn't remember kissing them. <laughs> he's fr- really focused on the kissing part of it. Like she, he, I think he's thinking too much about that stuff. That's all he cares about. He's like, okay, the kiss though. <laughs> remember like, when I got kissed? So if she and, doesn't, if she doesn't remember anything, maybe that means she also didn't well, kiss Nate. But <laughs> also, like, she loves me. I'm sorry. How fucking stupid did Dan and Nate have to be to not recognize that they are kissing Juliet and not I know. Serena? They've like, I know that this has been litigated, but like, you both kissed Serena many times. Nate has also kissed Julia many times and has kissed Jenny a few times in case she's the one who kissed him. <laughs> like, they, like, they should know. That's a good point. I, th- I, I think yeah. maybe Jenny took the job. Like, don't leave Nate. I, I got Nate this time. She definitely took that job. <laughs> yeah, she probably did kiss it. But, like, either way, like, Nate has kissed all three of those women. <laughs> and conceivably, like, they don't all kiss the exact same. Uh, Nate, we you, there was a deleted scene where Nate where Nate goes to Dan and he's like, Serena's really kissing a lot like Juliet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Serena's kissing a lot like Jenny tonight, too. <laughs> yes. That was Dan that said that. I, I, yeah, of course. I love that uh, Nate's mom has no sympathy for Serena because she's texting Nate. She's like, where the fuck are you? The car is waiting. Grandfather uh, doesn't give a shit that one of your closest friends has overdosed. Like, get in the car. And Vanderbilt. Nate, he doesn't care. That's true, yeah. I'm sure Trip doesn't even care because uh, Trip's probably just like, "Let's go Thanksgiving! Come on, we got to do this." Oh, even though he, oh. uh, he sorry, he Trip dated? is like, "I wish she died." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably, I couldn't kill her the her. first time. <laughs> uh, Nate tells Dan to just tell Serena hey for him when he sees her, which would be weird. Hi, Serena. Nate says hey. By the way, like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nate wants to know if you kissed him. He says, he "Do you like you're... me? Yes or no." <laughs> I want you to know why you were kissing like Jenny the other night. Ew. <laughs> you know what? I do too. <laughs> and so Nate's also like, Dan, you know, I know you all, you're always going to care about Serena, but uh, this is how she pulls people in, and I'm not going to let it happen to me anymore. Neither should you, which, damn, I guess, I guess Nate doesn't have any sympathy for her either. I right? 
This is how she pulls people in by overdosing. By overdosing? Like, what? Sick of This is what she does. I've seen this trick before. She checks (laughs) into a sketchy hotel. She does a bunch of drugs just to get you all to care about her again. I'm not falling for this one again. Jenny visits Juliet, and we are finally seeing Juliet after all this went down. Jenny tells her, we need to talk. And Juliet's like, to my super about letting strangers into my apartment, which Juliet famously has the worst security of any apartment in the city. But Jenny wants to talk about Serena's overdose. And Juliet's like, oh, man, I had no idea she was so depressed. And Jenny's like, she wasn't until we made her that way. Um, (laughs) Jenny, obviously, uh, taking this very hard, because hate Jenny all you want, but she does have a heart, that, that Jenny Humphrey. And Juliet... He's going to say her her line to everyone, which is, listen, what Serena did after the party, not our fault. And Jenny's like, all right, but we should still probably tell her what we did because uh, she's been admitted to the Ostroff Center. And Jenny needs Serena to know that she's not crazy, so she's going to go to the center to tell her. You know, I, I knew Jenny had a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, I think all, all her scheming has always just been for revenge or just to, for, for justice. The and way... I- Juliet is like, what she did after the party is none of our concern. As if she didn't fully do a kidnapping. <laughs> it's very funny hearing this. <laughs> like, it's obviously not our fault, even though it's directly her fault, and she knows that. And then she's like, well, actually, maybe her overdosing is kind of a good thing. Like, we did a really good thing for her because she what clearly a, has a, a problem. What a spin. <laughs> She's an evil, crazy person. Like, Juliet has lost any goodness she had. Like, it, it used to be like Juliet was, you know, with her brother. She was trying to take down Serena, but she has a heart. She really likes Nate. She doesn't want to do this anymore. Now she's just an evil, crazy person. Yeah, I think this is my main issue with this episode is just how crazy she went and how quickly it happened. <laughs> and so, like, we still don't know why Juliet is so into nope. taking Serena we, down, right? We didn't find out in this episode, for still sure. Still have not found out. I got I still gotta tell you, I can't remember if we ever find out. I don't think we seem like we do. <laughs> uh, she makes Jenny promise that she won't say anything without talking to Juliet first. And, like, who does she think she is? Jenny doesn't need her permission. But Jenny's like, okay. And then uh, she honors Serena by stealing her catchphrase and saying, I gotta go. And then... Juliet, once Jenny leaves, Juliet immediately emails someone a picture of uh, Serena snorting some drugs. We will find out that is Gossip Girl. Who took that picture? It obviously wasn't Juliet because she's the one in it. So who was it and how does she have the picture? I get, I mean. Right, she's not working with anyone else besides these two. So I, it seemed like she's on a it. tripod, baby. Uh, okay, I, I guess you don't need a <laughs> No one noticed person. her setting up a tripod in the middle of the Saints and Sinners. Party. Or like, do you think like she did it like while Serena was like all drugged up? Did she like make serena like act like a like weekend at bernie's her into snorting drugs <laughs> you never know <laughs> and took a picture. it didn't have to be at the sinners party it just she just needed the mask and like a, a close-up shot so it could have been true. maybe she like recreated the uh the party well, she had the mask in her garbage right yeah. Yeah. yeah so i don't know i think that's just her and she just like Did made, a took a weird yeah we will we may never know the logistics of this but uh Serena's still laying in bed. Dan comes in, and Serena's like, oh, sending in the big guns, huh? But Dan is not here under Lily's orders. He just wants to know what happened. And Serena says she doesn't know, but she really wishes she did, because then maybe she could explain it to everyone. And again, must be so scary for her. Her her night was already weird when people were accusing her of kissing people that she hadn't been kissing. And then this randomly happens to her. And so Dan asks her what the last thing she remembers, and she was like, I was heading into the party to look for you, Dan. You were the one that I came to kiss. You and only you. And that's all Dan needs to hear to be fully back on board the Serena train. <laughs> that stupid smile Choo-choo! he gets. He's like, oh, perfect. Like, oh, you wanted to kiss me? I knew me? it. All right. All right, I believe I everything you say. That he would be like, wow, like this girl is in a super 
vulnerable state. Yeah. Maybe we should just worry about her well-being. But he's like, no, oh, you wanted to you kiss, kiss her. me? Oh. <laughs> oh, Serena says it's the only thing she's still certain of, which I, so, so romantic. So dramatic. <laughs> it's the only thing I... I don't remember anything from that night, but the only thing I do know is that I only want to kiss you, Dan. And so Dan's like, all right, let's get your stuff. We're going to break you out of here. And normally I would be skeptical, but we know that the Ostrov Center famously has worse security than Juliet's apartment somehow. That is true. The worst secured uh, rehab center in in the world, probably. Definitely in the world. Yeah, probably. Vanessa gets a call from Juliet. Uh, She asks Juliet if she's heard from Jenny. And uh, Juliet tells Vanessa that he left, you know, um... Jenny, Jenny left, uh, and Vanessa's like, okay, I'm on my way to the Ostroff Center. And she says, oh, good, because Jenny is about to come clean about what we did. And Vanessa thinks maybe she should. Uh, it seems like the obvious reaction, since I, I was surprised that Vanessa even took it as far as she did, because she's not really cut out for this world. But Juliet hey, she's gonna know, be freaking knows her out audience. Right yeah. yeah, exactly. And she, she says her line again. She says, we're not responsible for what Serena did after she left that night. But then she adds um, that if Jenny wants to come clean, they'll forgive her eventually. She's family. You're not. She knows her audience because she plays Vanessa just like she needs to by telling her that Dan will never forgive her and he'll use this as an excuse to go back to Serena, which, you know, good move good playing move, the Dan good card. Move. I mean, because I, I feel like she doesn't have Jenny fully on board because Jenny doesn't really have anything to worry about. But that, that's Correct. the perfect thing to say to Vanessa here. Right. And uh, Juliet says if Jenny wants to go down, then that's her call. Juliet, again, so callous when she knows that this is actually all her fault. Got Got to hand it to her. She's all in right now. She's oh, pure yeah. evil. Once that switch flips, she's fully evil. Honestly, no I stand. I love an evil girl. <laughs> Lo- love we love an, an evil, evil girl. girl. Love, love a villain. Um, Claire finds Chuck. She asks if he wants to come up. Says that uh, she's glad that they can be here together for Serena. Uh, you know, nothing like the hospital to bring people back together. And Blair you know, wants to know that when push comes to shove, maybe nothing has to uh, change between them. But then we hear the, uh, the clop, 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 and Chuck looks up and his expression changes and he's like, Blair. It's like we're in a horror movie, but it's, it's just Jenny walking behind them, but it was <laughs> as if he was seeing, like, a monster. We, we, we just see the back here. of her head. Well, did you see how much eyeliner she wears these days? Yeah, it was pretty scary. Very it's scary. also so funny because... Like, at the time that this was coming out, I feel like I thought that the way Taylor Momsen looked and the way that, like, Jenny Humphrey was was so cool. And I was like, I wish I could look like this and all. And, like, watching back now as, like, a 30-year-old, I'm like, she looked 12. She does. Still she does. Cool. That's how I wanted. I don't think it looks cool or good. She looks like a punk wrecker. She's she's (laughs) one year younger than me, right? And so I'm sitting there like, oh my god, like, she's so cool. And I love her, like, platinum blonde super long extensions. And I want to, and I love how she wears, like, a big sweater and tall boots. And honestly, I would still wear all of those Mm. things today. Yeah. But looking back, she really looked so young. She does. I think that's the thing. Like, I I agree with the hair. I'm always on hair watch. I like the super long Mm. blonde extensions. But her face, her face is just such a baby face. It, it looks, it just doesn't fit the hair. I can't remember. Have I told you on pod that at a pretty reckless concert, she like grabbed my face? Oh, oh I don't, I don't nice think way? so. That's no. She was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> no, I heard what, we were. I like, heard what you said um, about me on the Lonely Boys. <laughs> well, no, this this was a long time ago. But we went to a pretty reckless concert. And, oh, and I bought the merch underwear and got it signed by the band. That's cool. 
Wow. And we were like at the front of the stage and like ended up kind of on the stage because of how far we got pushed forward. And she was right there and she was like, hello. Like while she was oh singing, she was singing like to us. It was amazing. Oh, that's amazing. I, I they mean, were I a really also... good show. If anyone, they are. They're they're it's, so good. I've seen the Pretty Reckless live as well, and I just want to say on the record that uh, Taylor Momsen is cool. The whole time I was like, I bet she's cool. damn, yeah. she's she's so cool. She's no, she's so cool. Well, why don't we have just just underwear merch? Because you're grounded from having underwear merch. Aww. I'm putting my foot down. Sorry, you're in charge, you're in charge of the shop. If you want some? I don't think if you want some. The Rufus, site offers. If you want it. some Rufus Chili underwear? <laughs> no, with brown bottoms. No, see, this is why you're grounded. I absolutely not. Eat my chili with an arrow pointing to the. No, and that's of course on the back of the underwear. And on the front it says, "I love you, Serena." <laughs> I love you, Serena. Eat my chili, please. <laughs> the um, the pretty reckless underwear famously said, um, "Hit me like a man, love me like a woman." Oh my! Oh. <laughs> that's a lyric. That's a lyric. I love- but a really fucked up lyric. Yeah. Uh, that's an endorsement. That is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to talk to Rufus. Uh, he looks pissed at because this asshole Vanessa. Not only did she not come clean, but she has the nerve to say, "Sorry, I had to tell him what you did to Serena." And I, I know, I know that we wanted Vanessa to actually not suck at being an Upper East Sider for once, but to do this to Jenny, the person who came back to the Upper East Side, even though she was banished because she heard that people were fucking with Vanessa, just so that, just so that she can save face with Dan, who wants to be with Serena over her anyway. This is it's fucking. Vanessa sad. begged her to help. Her, like, please help. Low for Vanessa. It's fucking yes. embarrassing. And Rufus, and then Rufus just believes Vanessa because of their history, of course. And That's true. He's wearing fit the whole time. And well, uh, yeah. Oh my god, it, the nerve of her. The Jenny nerve. can't believe it. She's like, "What I did?" And she's like, already starting to cry. Like she, she fucking did this for Vanessa. Uh, but Rufus, says Vanessa, that Vanessa I mean, hurt. Jenny actually feels bad about. It. I feel like Vanessa doesn't yes. feel that bad. She's just trying to she say did, that. But then she fully bought into what Juliet said. Yeah, I, I think so, she might have felt bad at, at a certain point, but now she's like, "Well, I'd rather save me than care about." Like Serena's, uh, she's alive now. Who cares? Let me get the hell out of this town. And I, I obviously get why Rufus would be uh, pissed. So I don't even blame him that much for like yelling at Jenny. No, here, but yeah. I guess maybe, I guess maybe give Jenny a chance to explain it's, herself it's before jumping one down of his her more reasonable like screams. Sure, but like let let her talk at least. I mean, so that she can just say like yeah. explain explain what happened and that it wasn't just her. But I think she just uh, got Jenny has the chance. Yeah, before she has a chance to explain herself, Lily comes down the stairs and is like, I can't believe what happened, but uh, it's Serena. She's gone. And she says it as if she's not worried in the slightest. I know. <laughs> like, this is just like a, a weird thing that happened, that which kind of I would be freaking out, obviously. She's gone. And, Good deal. You know, she's just gone. She was just, already missing this week, but she's missing again. She's gone again. We're used to this. Um, just, I, I don't know if you've uh, seen School of Rock recently, but it reminded me of that scene where Principal Mullen comes in to all the pissed off parents, and she's like, well, I've just been informed that all of your students are missing. And uh, <laughs> they all... <laughs> They're on the way to the concert. <laughs> yes, yes. A great scene. Nice. And so uh, Jenny is staying silent while everyone is reacting to this news. Um, Nate is at the prison. Anne is actually here to visit the captain with him. She's not making any promises, but she agrees that she should hear him out before she makes any decisions. And... Yeah, that's 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 what's going on there. That that sure is. Um, I don't care about Nate in the prison. Really, don't either. I don't. I don't care if his parents get divorced, stay together. I hope they get divorced. Whatever. 
Oh, really? I'm, like, so engaged in Nate's plotline, and I, like, care a lot about what happens with the captain and Mrs. You know what? Captain. Now that Kirsten likes it, I like it a lot, too. <laughs> you know what? How did you get the MVP? <laughs> He's changed. I mean, he he saved his marriage this episode. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Good point. Uh, Anne and Serena have successfully snuck out of the Ostroff Center. How? Who, like, who knows? Who knows how? At, at least they, like, when they snuck Eric out, we saw the plan. We did, We just cut to, they are already back at the loft. And you know what? You go to the first place where everyone would check for them. So they, they are, of course, in the loft. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to know they're going to show up right away. For Serena. Yeah, like, this was so stupid. Um, and Dan's like, tells Serena, he's like, we're fugitives, so we have to take the bus. And, like, I don't know, remember what happened to them the last time Dan and Serena took a bus somewhere together? Like, that, that uh, what did ended happen? up... Ended up uh, having sex in the bus bathroom. Yuck. What? Disgusting. I actually think as fugitives, the best thing to do is to take, like, a car. Yeah. I don't People know why will they're... see you on the bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what the logic there. And, like, they're both so excited to be running away together because, of course, they are. Uh, and so Serena is like, yeah, I'm just going to think of it as a vacation. And she thanks Dan for believing in her. And he replies, how could I not? Is that a serious question? What do you mean? <laughs> look at Look at... Four se- three and a half seasons of Serena. What do you mean? How could you not He's believe in her? He's been so absurdly infatuated all season long. Seriously, it is. It is. Come- Obsessed since he was y- much younger. It's been. It's different. Though. I feel like it's. It's been. He's. He's taken some sort of love pills this this season. Yeah, and they open the door to leave, and Blair and Lily are right there. But like, like no, seriously, these two are fucking stupid. Going to the one place literally everyone would know to look. They. They are the shittiest fugitives of all time. And then they want to go on a bus. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's so obvious that we would go to the loft yeah. that no one will look at the well, loft. Yeah, so well, actually, what they don't know is that we will go to the loft. <laughs> the reverse exactly. psychology. Oh, they read chapter 16 of Winter by Colin Forrester. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was. And weirdly enough, it didn't work out for them. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Rufus is yelling at Jenny. And Jenny admits to tricking Serena at the party. But she does mention that she didn't do it alone. And uh, she says she didn't mean for it to end up like this. Uh, she finally brings Juliet and Vanessa under the bus with her and says they were all in it together. And Rufus is like, it's not what Vanessa said. It's like, uh, okay, well, it's well, what I'm your daughter you is saying. And, and again, like, Jenny says this, but what reason does Jenny have to lie? Like, maybe if you weren't secretly fucking Vanessa, you wouldn't be so quick to take her side over That's your daughter. That's what like, I'm saying. At least we're back to where it makes sense. Rufus and Vanessa suck it. It's not yes. like not, it's not a each plan. other, but I mean in general. In general. <laughs> Yuck. Um, I mean, it's not like it's a plan that one person could have executed by themselves, right? Right. So there... obviously, there were other people involved. If Rufus would just take his head out of his own ass, hey, he's not even listening. He's and then like he later when he's talking to Lily, he's like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I think Jenny was involved somehow. And it's like, well, you'd know what the fuck happened if you listened to Jenny. Yeah. She's trying to tell you. Also, it, it was but... so strange if. It was if it was just Jenny, like Vanessa coming up to Rufus and being like, um, "Your daughter did something bad," and just like goes and tells on her for no reason. Like that's like a weird thing to do if it was the yeah. actual truth. Use some critical thinking for like one second. And be like, "This is mm-hmm. this makes no sense." Like, how would um, Vanessa know? Yeah, and so Rufus says that Serena could have died, and Jenny's like, "I know, Dad. I know. I'm sorry." And she's like really crying now. And again, I do feel incredibly bad. It, you know, it was just supposed to be a prank yeah. to teach Serena a lesson. Uh, it's also she, a different look from Jenny too. Like Rufus should recognize this because usually when they're having these fights, she's just combating him, and this time she's just submissive right. and like, feels bad. And it's like, I, I, like generally, like yeah, she's she, upset with herself too. She's usually not. And there's no reason for her to lie and just be like, actually, uh, Vanessa and Juliet were also in on this with me, and. 
So Rufus agrees that she never should have come back to the city. Uh, Jenny says there's no reason for her to stay. And then she, she goes to leave, and Rufus is like, where are you going? And it's like, where the fuck do you think, Rufus? You, you just pulled a Blair and banished her from the city. What, <laughs> what is she supposed to do? Yeah, he said, don't come back to the city. And like, all right, I'm going to leave. Like, yeah. oh, where are you going? <laughs> Last episode, he was so excited to see her for just a minute. And now he's like, get out of my sight forever. But also, <laughs> yep. where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> um, Serena's also back to being annoying. She tells Lily and Blair, who are obviously just worried about her, that you can save whatever speech you rehearsed on the way over here because I'm not going back. And uh, Serena tells Blair she doesn't get a vote because she took Lily's side. Um, and Serena tells them that the only way she's going back is in a straight jacket, which uh, that would have been a sight to see. Yeah, I would, I would like I to see I would have loved it. Get her the yeah. Hannibal Lecter mask, too. <laughs> that would have been funny if Lily just, like, nodded to Blair and was like, okay. all right, get the straight Grab jacket. Okay, get the straight <laughs> it's, jacket. It's already behind Blair's back. Luckily, I... Time luckily, to fight. <laughs> I brought the straight jacket. Um, Blair goes to talk to Serena in the bedroom. Lily's going to stay behind with Dan, and she tells Dan that he might not agree with every decision she makes regarding regarding her daughter's well-being, but you have no right to intervene. I am her mother. I know her much better than you do, and I've been there for certain parts of her life that you have no idea about, which, yes, Lily, get get yes. stern with him. Get stern with that boy. Love yeah, Mother it. your stepson. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yes, Dan uh, definitely did cross the line with breaking Serena out. Um, I also, it's just so insane. It, like Dan's commitment to just doing whatever the fuck Serena wants him to do. <laughs> if, and he even, he calls her out for being a bad parent. Like how fuck, that's kind of fucked up. Just like, yeah, that dude, was, that was great. I mean, he is a bad parent. I know, but uh, like for like, like one of her, <laughs> Serena's peers to call out a, an adult like that. Yeah. Like, which parts are those? Because the way Serena tells it, it sounds like I've clocked oof. more hours by her side than you have. And <laughs> really oof, oof, that's harsh. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised Lily didn't slap Dan. Yeah. And she's like, and then she, after that, she just says, Dan, I love you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, she's like, look, so I calm. love you. You know that. Which, very, almost chillingly calm. Yeah. I would be so afraid if I were Dan in that situation. Yeah. Like, I should have just been punched in the face, and I'm being told she loves me. There is something bigger going on. I am right. in trouble. He's like, oh, shit, I, I fucked up. I fucked up. So, uh, she tells Danny has a good heart, and just like Rufus, he sees the good in everyone. But Serena is uh, – <laughs> I don't think she says this exactly, but the, the gist of it is like, Serena's not the beautiful girl that you stalked for two years. Like, that's not who she is anymore. She, she's a troubled young woman avoiding some very real consequences. And unless you want to help her deal with those, I suggest you step out of the way so that I can. And this should have been the mic drop for Lily, but uh, Dan, unfortunately, keeps going. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just let her Yeah, I see the good in her, but at least I'm thinking of me and uh, uh, her and not myself. Yeah, but she wants to kiss me, so. You understand. <laughs> So when, when Dan's like he's not thinking about himself, Lily's like, the fuck is that supposed to mean? And uh, Dan tells her that she committed Serena because she didn't want to talk to her and then asks why. And, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of correctness in what Dan is saying. Like, they, they are both at least a little bit correct in what they're saying. But uh, Lily starts to cry, admit she was afraid of Serena, what Serena might say. And they just kind of sit there in the quiet for a little while. And then Lily finally says... Maybe what she did is a cry for help, and I'm the only one who didn't hear it. Which, God, another heartbreaker of a scene. Yeah. But also, if that's a cry for help, putting her somewhere that can help her is hearing that cry for help. That's true. No, you're, you're, you're in the middle of trying to do what's right. Like, it's not like she was like, oh, let me put her on a plane to another country so she won't be right. in the news. Yeah, I'm not trying to ship her off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I thought this was a really good scene. It was good. I, I love seeing Lily cry. It was very dramatic. It was. And uh, 
No, Dan, Dan and Lily both going back and forth at each other. Um, Blair and Serena now. We, we see this side of the conversation, and uh, Blair asks Serena if uh, she remembers when she had her problem and she never wanted to go to the doctor, and Serena would walk her and wait outside the building to make sure she went in, and then an hour later she'd still be there to walk her home, no questions asked, which, okay, that, that is a great friendship. And so it's, like, another Thanksgiving tradition is that this is, like, the only time when Blair discusses her problem. It's, like, on Thanksgiving episodes. It's, yeah. like, Thanksgiving takes place in a different canon where uh, Dan- Nate's parents are main characters and uh, Blair <laughs> is Blair is talking about her eating disorder. This is And, and Serena uh, gets I, fucked up every year, too, whether she yeah, meant yes, to or not. And Serena, gets, and Serena gets fucked up, yes. <laughs> I mean, it does also make sense that Thanksgiving would be a time when, like, eating disorder true, yeah. would come up. So, like, it does actually make a lot of sense to me that this is when she would be more vulnerable about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, Blair tell Serena if it wasn't for her she wouldn't have gotten better and Serena's like I don't need to get better because I didn't do anything and then Blair's like okay yeah so someone went on a bender and rented a room with your credit card and forced pills down your throat which actually does sound crazy when you when you put it like that but (laughs) remember this is Gossip Girl like Blair may have done this to someone at some point in her life (laughs) yeah yeah Blair would do this yes but these characters never seem to believe uh, how crazy their world is it's like yeah do you know what show you're on and Blair gets a message, doesn't look good. She hands the phone to Serena. Of course, it's a Gossip Girl blast. Uh, good afternoon, Upper East Siders. Were your dinners as filling as mine was? Hope not, because have I got some dessert for you with sugar on top. It seems everyone's favorite party girl fell off the wagon and landed in rehab. Good luck getting a low handle on things, S, which, rude to Lindsay Lohan. Um, keep keep her out of this. <laughs> and from the looks of it, you have a lot to recover from. And fuck Gossip Girl. Like, Gossip Girl yeah. has posted the picture of, uh, you know, fake Serena doing coke at the party, and... Now this is, like, photo proof that like Serena did go on the vendor. Yeah. And this is enough to finally make even Serena believe that she has a problem when she actually didn't do any of that stuff. Like, it got her so good that even Serena believes it herself. That, that's how you, uh, that is how you gaslight. That's that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So I guess gaslight the gospel is implying right. that uh, Serena has had, like, not just been doing drugs in the past. She had a drug problem in the past, like, before Gossip Girl started. Yeah, boarding school Serena, of course. Because I think everyone talks I mean, about her being a party girl. did you think she didn't have a drug problem when she killed a guy? I killed didn't. Drugs? I didn't. I thought she just like you know did drugs sometimes. And it was a full on problem. Yeah, Brendan. Uh, Brendan didn't Brent didn't see what was right in front of him the whole time. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I mean, we're just, we just it's been brought up brought to our attention a lot the past few episodes of just Serena's boarding school days. Yeah, um, and. Talks to Serena. Serena's saying that if she doesn't remember what happened in that photo, then who else knows what she doesn't remember? And Dan is still riding for Serena, still supporting her, and Serena thanks Dan for being the one person to believe in her, even though he was wrong too. And Dan replies, I wasn't wrong to believe in you. I still do. I always will. I mean, part of me thought that he was going to be Come like, on, are we- oh, drug? Uh, like cocaine? Never mind. Ooh, just be totally I actually don't. It. I actually don't love you anymore. <laughs> Nate can have you. <laughs> it's just the way that Serena instantly is like, oh, wow. I guess I did do drugs. Huh. Yeah, I mean, photo evidence. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, the thing is, um, we know that at the very least, Jenny was behind a plot to trick Serena. Like, Rufus knows that. Jenny knows that other people were dressed as Serena, and J- Jenny is obviously going to say this eventually, but all they need to do is talk to Jenny, and they can easily debunk this. Uh, but uh, Serena, like, right away when she sees this, is like, all right, yeah, I'll go, I'll go back. I have a problem. Yeah. But I guess going back to what I said before, like she, I guess she has a pass with it, so she knows that there's at least a possibility that she was doing this stuff. 
Yeah. Um, Juliet is visiting her brother, Ben, in prison, of course. Uh, oh, ben wants to know brother. where she's been. Yeah, yeah, Ben's like, where have you been? I've been, I've been, I've been fantasizing about you every day. <laughs> Do we know why Ben is in prison? No, we no. just keep alluding to, uh, you know, Juliet doesn't think he should be there. Colin thought he deserved to be there. But we don't know what happened yet, why he's in prison. I just I, feel like the... Okay. Sorry, the level of scheming that he's doing leads me to believe that it's not white-collar prison for him. So uh-huh. I really just want to know why the fuck he and the captain are in the same place. This episode in particular made me like, wonder even more because... The fact that he hears what Juliet did and is like incensed by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he do to get in there if he thinks that was bad? Yeah. Uh, ben, ben is like, so Juliet is thrilled to tell Ben that the Saints and Sinners went perfectly. She got everyone to turn against Serena, even got Serena to drop out of Columbia, which, yeah, we really haven't revisited that yet. Where Selena, <laughs> Selena, Serena dropped out of Columbia. We have not heard uh, any follow up about that. I guess we're worried about well, Serena, She doesn't like, know yet. That's true. <laughs> and. and and is uh, so thrilled, wanted to know why Juliet didn't tell him. And she's like, because Serena always finds a way to worm her way out of everything. So we needed one more nail in the coffin, something that would force her family and friends to look at her differently forever. And she tells Ben what they did. She's positively giddy when she says it, too, by the way. And and who seemed like the one who really wanted Serena dead. But even he can't believe that Juliet drugged her. He's like, that wasn't part of the plan. And Juliet's like, I, I made it part of the plan. Um, but she, she went she's, rogue. She did. She's like, listen, I lost everything. I lost my financial support, my apartment, Columbia, Nate. So uh, this isn't about you anymore. Like, this is my revenge on Serena now. And if there was a line that you don't want crossed, you should have told me before I lost everything. And uh, she just hits her with a happy Thanksgiving, brother. <laughs> she, like, so she did, like, abduction, forcible yeah. confinement. Sure. She drugged someone. Like, oh, yeah. she's done a lot of crime. I feel like she could go to jail for a substantial amount of time for this yeah they should just not let her out of the prison like oh by the hey, way Julie, we heard what you just we heard what you just said like you, you have to stay here now <laughs> yeah, don't well, they don't hear their that... conversations or no i think they would i mean you'd think that someone would be close enough to hear some of what they're saying i also think you, you like can't you you shouldn't you be able to just record anything the prisoners are saying at, at their table or something i don't know i guess the technology is not there i i don't, I don't know. know how that works i know like phone calls would be recorded but i don't know if they just like yeah. record everything at the yeah. tables i wouldn't think they would have any privacy really yeah but then the people that are visiting aren't in jail yeah sure that yeah fair enough so they just get they just hear what uh what ben is saying so they would hear ben being like horrified at what juliet did and have to fill in <laughs> fill in the blanks <laughs> No, it, it is what would he, so funny. I'll horrify him that much. Yeah. Like, uh, he beat up the captain for no reason other than Juliet liked Nate. <laughs> yeah. Right, so so now yeah. I wonder, like, to what degree did he want to fuck over Serena? He just wanted to get her expelled, and that was his big plan from jail? As long as she can't get a college education <laughs> at Columbia, <laughs> then he's fine. That's all I ever wanted. Because at the beginning of the season, he looks like he wants to murder. And not be a Columbia graduate. Right. And now, now it's switched. Um, Blair and Chuck are in the limo. I, I thought this was terrible editing at first, but I guess the thing is that Blair is just kind of rambling and rambling about it everything. It was bad which, editing, uh, too, though. Because some of the, okay. some of the, <laughs> one of the scenes was like her going all the way through, but there's definitely like a couple like awkward cuts. And I think it would have been funny if you just kept, No, it was kept, crazy. If you kept cutting, it would be kind of like a funny, silly, cartoony thing. But one, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's not the episode for this. And two, they didn't stick with that. It was one very quick cut, and then it kind of played out. Like, 
it, it was it was insane. It it like harshly cut to so first she says like oh I've never been I'd never been to Brooklyn before Dan Humphrey and now I know the drive way too well. And then it just harshly cuts to like a closer image of her, and she's like, "I missed my flight and forgot to." Call. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Right. Yeah, it was. I cannot believe that got bad. in the final edit of the show. See, I just thought it was to show like how frazzled Blair is. And, yeah, it, and then it was, when it kept yeah. going, I was like, "Oh, I guess that was kind of on purpose," but it was still uh, a little it jarring. Still, just felt yeah. It, thank you. That was a good word for it, Brendan. <laughs> wow, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> You've got great words. Um, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck tells Blair that uh, he showed up for Serena today, uh, not for Blair, and he lets go of Blair's hand. But he, he tells Blair that what she said was right. They need to go their own ways for now so they can stop torturing themselves. Um, Chuck can't be Blair's friend right now as much as he wishes he could. And Chuck isn't sorry because he got to spend a little more time with her. And Blair wishes him a happy Thanksgiving, kisses him on the cheek, and leaves the limo as a Eminem, friend of uh, Sandy Boys now, Eminem's space band starts playing, which very interesting choice for Josh Schwartz How to choose How did you cut on, on Recovery? Kind of. Yeah, that was on recovery. Yeah, not the best song, but it was an odd not bad musical either. choice. Yeah. It really was. Uh, Brendan, you want to do your Eminem impression again or no? <laughs> <laughs> you have to uh, pay for that. It's, it's on the Patreon. Oh uh, yes, that, that's yeah. behind the paywall. Behind the paywall. I just listened to it before before recording this, and it made me laugh all over again. <laughs> A little rude to me that I'm now here, not once getting. We, to yeah, once we stop recording, you'll get to hear the impression. Mm, okay, we'll good. see. We'll see. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um. While while space what spacebound yeah while spacebound is playing uh, we're back in the prison all the inmates they're celebrating with family uh, Juliet accidentally bumps into the captain which uh, then causes her to see him go sit down with Nate and Nate looks so happy and Juliet is shook and the uh, guard asks her if he'll see her next week and she tells him that she's going away for a little bit um, did seeing Nate like make her want to run away <laughs> yeah, and stop visiting know. her brother or, or like was that just a coincidence like, like wait I could have been happy but I ended up drugging someone and I had to flee town like, oh man I could have enjoyed my visit so now I gotta flee she was probably already gonna leave yeah she was gonna yes. she had to get out of here fast yeah <laughs> she did and then she like drops no and then she like drops or throws out her visitor's pass and leaves uh whatever I don't think she, you, she, I don't think that you keep your visitor pass I think they, they probably give you new ones each time no, no, you get a permanent one. That's like you, know, you are always allowed access to the jail. <laughs> Whatever you want. You get a monthly. It's like it's like it's like a train tickets. You can Okay, that makes sense. You could pick the kind of plan you want. Um then he goes to pay Juliet a visit, but uh Juliet has packed her things, and it looks like she left already. And Jenny finds the mask that Juliet was using to impersonate Serena. Uh bad move by Juliet leaving it behind. <laughs> That was leave so, her garbage that's on the floor of the room. Why didn't she leave it on the curb? That it was so she's, stupid. It almost seems intentional. She's like, okay, I have everything, um, except for except the, the main uh, piece of that, evidence. Except for the thing that Jenny can easily use as proof <laughs> if she gets into my apartment. That is uh, very easy to get into. Oh well, no, I don't need this. I'll just leave it behind. Uh, yeah. Like this, bad, bad, bad job on Juliet there. Bad, bad, bad. Nate and uh, Nate and Mrs. Captain. Anne's like, wow, your dad really is cleaning up his act in there. All this time, uh, I, I thought he was just up to no good. And she's so proud of Nate for holding the family together again. And Nate's happy, and uh, he tells his mom to go to grandfather's because he's going to say bye to dad and tell him the good news. Save the family again. Dad, guess what? I saved the family. Yes, you did, son. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Wait, is... I mean, dad. <laughs> wow, really good episode of Lonely Boys Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, uh, had, you know, 
Thanksgiving. Uh, no one, no one here to enjoy it. Lily, Lily comes over, tells Rufus that Thanksgiving used to be her favorite holiday. But uh, Rufus is like, well, we should know better. Thanksgiving has uh, never really gone our way the last, uh, the last four seasons here. Yeah. And Rufus tells Lily he still doesn't know what the fuck happened, but he thinks Jenny had something to do with what happened to Serena. And this is when it's like, well, maybe you'd have a clue as to what happened if you talked to your daughter or let her talk to you. Yeah. I mean, come on. God forbid. So, yeah. And then Lily's like, well, whatever happened, Serena did what she did. And if anyone should accept responsibility, it's me. Which, man, how mature of Mother Lily So there? mature. The most mature. She she says it was her job to raise her daughter to make the right choices when life didn't go as planned, and she failed. Which, okay, maybe she's being a little too hard on herself now. Actually. This is really funny. And then Rufus is like, "Well, I'm a good dad, and my daughter's still bad too." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not a shitty. I'm not a shitty parent like you are. <laughs> and both our daughters fucking suck. It's like, listen, listen. I, uh, you know, parenting can only go so far because we're we're on we're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum here. You suck at parenting. I'm great. <laughs> yeah, we both have daughters we can't control. What's up with that? <laughs> Rufus Seinfeld. Oh my! You God. have a daughter you can't control. You might be a parent. <laughs> he thought that uh, Lily Vance wasn't the bad, a bad parent. <laughs> You know the three impressions of comedians that <laughs> you know them. that we do. You know the the triple crown of uh, Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, and Jeff Foxworthy. Three J's of comedy, if you will. Yeah, we do in here. I, I know. Who is this for? I don't <laughs> for know. us? I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's it. So. Um, so Rufus wants to spend the rest of the holiday at the Ostroff Center, and Liz's like, all right, I'll meet you there. I just have uh, one more stop to make. Uh, Jenny meets with Blair, and thank God she does, because we needed another Jenny and Blair scene. And uh, I love Blair greets her with how many times do I have to go, Courtney, love on your ass before you get the message? Mm-hmm. I don't want you here. I'm always really and scared tells- of Blair when she comes walking up like this. But then, like, really all yeah. she does is, like, just talk talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was very like intense the way they both kind of just walked up and then there's the shot like from the side of them looking at each other. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved everything about it. And Jenny tells Blair that the girl in Gossip Girls Blast isn't Serena. And I was like, finally, finally. And she's like, this. it was Juliet. She comes clean about the plan to turn everyone against Serena. Uh, she tells Blair that when she and Chuck were exposed, that was actually her. And while she was doing that, Juliet was... Uh, Kissing Dan and Nate. So we do get confirmation from, from Jenny that Juliet was the one kissing both Dan and Nate. Uh-huh. And so She wouldn't want to admit that she had kissed Nate. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's true. Uh, and she definitely wouldn't want to admit that she kissed Dan. She would not. And so, well, Blair, she definitely Blair... didn't kiss Dan. I want to be very clear on that. <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> so, uh, Blair can't believe it, but uh, you know, you know, she has to respect that uh, what Jenny pulled off at least. Is that funny? I think she's not. After she's less mad at Jenny after she comes clean about all this. No, yeah, she's more respectful. She's like, "Get the fuck out of my town! How many times do I have to tell you?" And then Jenny's like, "I fucked up Serena's life," and she's like, "Oh, impressive! I like you. (laughs) Want to work together?" have to respect it. (laughs) Jenny brought Juliet's mask as proof, and. Blair says it's a tall tale from an unreliable source, but again, why would Jenny lie about this? And that's exactly what Jenny says. She's like, why would I come clean for no reason? Like it or not, you know me, and you know that I love a good game as much as the next girl, but I would never want to hurt Serena for real. Juliet did, and she used Jenny and Vanessa to do it. 
Blair asked the question I've been waiting for and asked Jenny if she's ready to go double agent to help Blair bring Juliet down. I, I, I was already dreaming of the Blair-Jenny team up. What a turn that would uh, be. Uh, you know, again, you can tell Blair really respects Jenny, but Jenny tells Blair so that she was right in banishing Jenny. Uh, she thought she could change, but she couldn't. And now the best thing she can do is go and stay gone. Man, we were so close. What a bummer. I mean, we get the next best you thing. You imagine. We do. And then um, I loved when Blair was like, Thanksgiving without Jenny Humphrey, what fun would that be? And I... I it's starting to get weirdly emotional because these are these are like my two favorite characters. I, I've always been a fan of their dynamic. I just love this scene. And Jenny tells Blair that Juliet's apartment is empty. She's pretty sure she left town. So good luck. And she leaves. Sad. You know? Yeah, I know. I, I wish we got a full episode of them doing this next up next, next I know. week. Brendan, I want to see a classic Blair and Jenny mess around. I know. So did I. But Brendan, get ready to be more sad because that's a wrap on Jenny Humphrey. I kind of had Girl. a feeling. The way she said, I'm like it. About oh, I didn't to know you were gonna tell him. I yeah. oh, I told him. I, I I have to. I can't have Brendan just. Like, around is she gonna come? Jenny's she gonna, gonna come? come back. Yeah. She gonna go? Is she here? No, I, I was afraid is of Jenny, that. Is Jenny coming next week? Is yeah. Jenny? You said she would come. She, she can't she come, please? <laughs> that would be Brendan. That'd be Brendan. That would be me. That'd be Brendan. No, yeah, I, I'm like about to cry just saying it. Uh, but she left on a great note. She does one final good deed before retiring for good. And her last scene was with Blair, which is perfect. Jenny, Jenny will be missed so much. Yes, she will. Uh. She will. She had she had a good run. I think her her last few episodes in this season. We're very powerful. Well, I, I mean, depends on who you ask, because I, I heard that Taylor Momsen was a bitch to work with on set. <laughs> Can't believe Jenny had drugged Serena. <laughs> she, she, she was very unprofessional, apparently. <laughs> this was very professional. <laughs> very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that the one thing this episode is missing is, like, a resolution between Jenny and Serena. Like, we do not get a scene between those two, and we should have. Yeah, and then we never yeah. will. Like, sorry, I fucked up your life. Uh, and then Serena's like, I don't hate you anymore. Yeah, right. Because like, uh, they're, was... they're they're kind of sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And there'd probably be something in the middle between the the those two lines, but I, I think that's how it would be would begin and end. Like, hi, Serena. Sorry. It's okay, Jenny. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> they talk like that. <laughs> Bye. Love you too. <laughs> that's supposed to be. <laughs> they're both. They both kind of sound the same. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so this episode was like a uh, pretty well reviewed by critics, but I, I did see one thing that was like, "Oh, why would Jenny, who's like supposed to be done with scheming, go to her enemy with the information instead of enlightening her family and getting Serena out of rehab?" Uh, and I think it's because uh, Rufus would not listen to her. Like she had to go to Blair because Rufus was like, "Up, up, up! I don't want to hear it." Right, and I think that she also knows that there's like a a near killer on the loose that they got to go yeah, deal with that person. Blair's actually going to get shit done. Yeah. Parents don't get, shit, get done. shit done. He does. does. Juliet isn't done. She meets with Lily in like a bar or a diner or something, wherever they are. Uh, and Lily gives her another payment to protect her daughter's history. But that's not all. Juliet is expecting a check every month to make sure the past stays in the past, which something insane must have happened to Serena if Lily is willing to make monthly payments. Is is she just covering up the fact that she slept with her teacher in like 10th grade? I mean, I think... Lily doesn't even know what she's paying Juliet to that's, cover up. Right. Juliet's just like, sense, she something in boarding school that's so bad that you have to pay me so it doesn't get out. And Lily's like, don't even tell me. Let me get my checkbook. No matter what it was, it, she was like 14. like, And she's a, she's like, what, 19 or 20 now in the show? Yeah. Like, and she's she still, she's still paying for something that happened when she was a literal teenager. Yep. And, uh... Juliet has now found a way to to fund her to her life again, and 
So Juliet apologizes about what happened to Serena, but at least she got the help she needs. And then with a straight face, Juliet says that she's a firm believer in people facing what they've done. <laughs> as, as she's not facing what she's done and is also collecting she's money from Lily so that, so that they don't have to face what Serena's done. Like, And then she wishes Lily happy Thanksgiving. Juliet, Juliet is cold. Ice cold, baby, ice cold. He's ice cold. Though... So, Nate and the prison guard now. The guard tells Nate it was nice to see his mother after all this time. And then the guard kind of like spills the big secret by saying, and just in time, am I right? It's like, what? No. Nate's confused, of course. And the guard's like, you know, for parole. How your dad was like, man, I wish I could uh, be good with, with the mom again so that the parole officers would see that and uh, I'd have a better chance of getting out. And Nate's, <laughs> Nate's like, oh, yeah. So, you know, got to be, I guess, devastating for Nate, who's been like vouching for him all episode. I do you think the captain is like had this planned out and was shitty, or is this just a big coincidence? I don't know, uh, did, Nate didn't talk to his dad at all about getting his mom in there, did he? Uh, was this all Nate's plan, or did did, did the captain? No, plant some it seeds? is the dad. The dad when Nate would say he's coming, that uh, captain would be like, yeah, uh, okay. "Are you the only one coming?" Or is right, there so not a not today, but like in past episodes, he did. Yeah, and I like, don't know. I guess either way, they're they're implying that he had been planting seeds in Nate's yeah. head. Yeah, I mean, either way, why the hell was the captain going around telling people this? Like, keep that shit to yourself if if your grand plan is to uh. Like, <laughs> oh man, it would really help me get parole if only I was on better terms with my wife. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> telling the parole officers uh, that. Yeah, so the tr- tradition of Nate's father disappointing Nate is uh, still alive and well here. Chuck gets a delivery. Even though he didn't order everything, anything, the, the card is from BW and reads, just because we can't be friends doesn't mean we aren't. Always be. And uh, Blair has sent, sent Chuck a pie, and Chuck is happy, and so am I. Oh, what a rhyme. What a rhyme oh, I just did. Whoa. Wow, That's you're a really poet, good. and you didn't even know yeah, it. Yeah, let me do it again. Blair has sent Chuck a pie, and Chuck is happy, and so am I. <laughs> this Incredible. Is Matthew Ga- this is Matthew <laughs> Gaten signing off. <laughs> End the show. Okay, and that's the pod. That's the pod. Thanks for All right. joining us. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Nessa <laughs> um, gets a text. Uh, Jenny may be off our screens, but she's still got one more iconic moment via text. I told Blair everything. Good luck lying your way out of this one. Legend. Do you think that they had Taylor Momsen oh, send that baby. text for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, you're not going anywhere, Taylor. Send this out. text. They said, pull <laughs> out to t- you. your phone, put, do it in T9 word. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's shook. She calls her mom, and she also runs away. She she goes home to mommy because she can't handle it. That's so funny. She sucks so yes. bad. Uh, mom, I uh, think uh, I will come uh, home Everyone actually. here is about to hate me real bad, so I gotta go. <laughs> mom, everyone's mad at me because I uh, sent the girl to rehab. Is there room in the cage next to dad? <laughs> is Arlo still in the cage? Is... <laughs> uh, the Vanderwoodsons are at the Ostroff Center. Lily has brought the fries. The, I love It's such a great touch. The classic Vanderwoodson Thanksgiving so tradition cute. at this point. And she puts the fries over his nose. Yeah. I did do. I audibly said, aw. Any, any tradition that involves fries, I'm, I'm going to be a fan of. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I might go get fries after we finish recording this podcast. Wow. I had so many fries at work today. Like I ate so so much. I, I can't help it. Yeah, exactly. Anytime I see a loose fry at Are work. Are the fries gotta, good there? Uh, I guess it depends on uh, who's making them, but what never type bad. of fry is it? Like, or is it like a thick fry, a thin fry? It's not like thin, thin. It's like it's kind of thick, but it's like a normal fry. It's like, like what a straight you picture sure like fry to be. Fry. Yeah, thicker, yeah, yeah, thick, yeah, like maybe like Wendy's thickness and not McDonald's thickness. Sure, 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 sure. Let's go Wendy's thickness. Yeah, that's okay. a good comparison. Apt comparison, I'd say. Good. Okay. I'd right, rather that's fry have the talk. pizza. 
well, I heard it's whoever makes it. It's really, it tastes really good. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I was getting a lot of compliments on the pizza today. Wow. Way yeah, to go. I, bet you I was were. very, very happy. Um, Lily tells uh, Serena that anything that happens, they'll handle it together. And, uh, you know, everyone's happy. They have a sweet Thanksgiving after all. But Dan is not there because he's alone in his loft still. And the door opens and Dan thinks it's going to be Vanessa. But it's Blair. And she tells Dan she owes him an apology and that Juliet may have been behind Serena's overdose. And she has no intention of letting it go unavenged. Uh-huh. Blair, Blair, is such a, Blair is such a way with words. I, I just love she the does. way she phrases things. It's so good. And... Blair tells Dan that she needs help to find her and extract a confession. Are you in? And Dan's like, aren't I the last person you'd want help from? But Blair knows that he's the only other person who loves Serena almost as much as she does. So they have something in common. And she says, what do you say? We find that bitch and get us a little frontier justice. As the music rents up and I'm screaming, fuck yes, let's go. I'm cheering. The new teams have been divided again. Now it's Blair and Dan against Juliet. You know, Love a Blair Dan team up. Once again, I yeah. am so excited. This season keeps delivering on these cliffhangers, and that our episode. What's gonna happen next? Um I think Dan I really wanted to watch the next episode. Oh, you still can. They're gonna fall Well, I can now, but I didn't yeah, want to watch right. it before we recorded and then right. get confused yeah. and accidentally spoil Brandon. Right, right, right. No, uh, my prediction um, is that Blair and Dan are gonna fall in love during this adventure. Wow. That's I mean I, I hope, I hope there actually it? is like a, a full episode of them two doing this and it's not just like a quick little scene in the beginning and then they get split up. <laughs> then that's it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I hope we do actually get the team up. Um, this episode was, like I said, very well received from the critics. They they liked that they went a little darker. They liked the Blair and Chuck stuff. They liked, uh, you know, they, they thought it was a good farewell for Jenny. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I was uh, I was very happy that, that this uh, this got good marks by the critics. I'm glad you were happy. I know Brendan's. I don't care what the critics think. (laughs) Trying to like uh, subtly. Everyone liked it, Brendan. What do you think? I wouldn't want to be the one to disagree with the critics. (laughs) Well, uh, let's let's find out what someone else said on the internet. I'll be the critic. Yeah. Let's let's get into our uh, segments here. We have, of course, user review of the week, and comedy fan is back as they are every week. You uh, rate this episode an eight out of ten and say, "Too bad that it all came out." Damn Jenny for telling the truth. Serena was punished for too short of a time. And yet, <laughs> she really wanted to. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what what is happening? What? Is this Julia? Damn Jenny for telling the <laughs> Damn Jenny for telling the truth. Serena was punished too short of time. And yet now that Blair is and yet now that Blair is up for war, it may be very interesting. Let's see how far they will go. I like the scene where Lily was talking about being afraid of finding out why it happened. Very emotional and well done. Alright, thank you, comedy fan. You're weird. Comedy, no, one comedy weird. fan is like fucked in the head. Like <laughs> what? Could have used more drugs to be honest. Like, I understand that not everybody, like, loves Serena. I understand that she's not the most rootable character. She makes mistakes, whatever. But what on earth has she done to have deserved the events of the last two episodes? Even Jenny felt bad. And comedy fan does not. I love the thought of someone watching this episode and be like, yeah, fuck you, Serena. (laughs) You know what? Serena got off too easy here. She was kidnapped, drugged, put in the hospital, sent to rehab. No one in her family believes her anymore. But you know what? She got off too easy. easy. And then when Jenny's coming clean, they're like, Jenny, no, no. What are you doing, Jenny? (laughs) That's insane. Next week, the episode is called The Townie. 
And then do you have any predictions based on the episode title? The townie. Hmm. No, that's a weird one. The preview says. <laughs> I don't know. The preview says Blair and Dan try to find a missing Juliet. In a, in a town, probably. It looks like we're in in a town. <laughs> I can confirm that it takes place in a town. Mm. Because they're, it's so amazing because so they're always like in a city. Right. It looks like we will be getting that Blair and Dan a team up that you wanted. Uh, let's get into some episode grades. I went first last week, so Brendan, you can go first this week. And uh, God, I really hope it's not an F. It's a big F. Certain range, and if it's not in the range that I'm expecting, like I am going to verbally break. So, we'll see. Brennan, let me just remind you that uh, the critics did like this episode. <laughs> no, this wasn't. This wasn't bad. I, uh, I think, like I said at the beginning, the only thing that I didn't like about this was the fact that we still don't know why the hell Juliet became so maniacal. Um, and and then uh-huh. just like it was a, a pretty drastic tone shift from the last few episodes that like, threw me off a little bit, just because we had watched a couple pretty recently in a row. So, like, usually, I'm, I'm watching them very far apart, so it helps like individualize them but i don't know it, it was it was a, a deep shift to a a dark soap uh but once i once you're in it i'm happy with it it was really good uh the i, I love seeing everyone besides nate together we love a good hospital scene with everybody that, that's a lot of fun uh it was it was, it was overall like, like a b minus the minus comes from nate uh, and i don't care about nate sorry fine do like a, a deep shift to a dark soap title title of episode. Deep shift to a dark soap. <laughs> deep shift to a dark soap. Curse, so is that within cursing. the was within the range? No, Acceptable it was range. not in the range. Yeah, Brendan, what is the, is the range pissed. A or above? No, it, I would have been okay with even a B or a B plus. To be yeah, honest, you were just below the range. Okay. You were you like, you, I was like, oh, he's almost in the range, and then you said minus, and I was like, God damn it, Brendan. <laughs> Fuck you, Brendan. Good. I'm glad I'm just under it. He's such a hater. Like, I don't even understand. It's a respectable Anyways, grade. I would have gotten in trouble if I was getting B minuses in school, but I guess that's just me. Yeah. And Brendan, you will be getting in trouble after the episode. I, I expect <laughs> it. <laughs> you owe me your M&M impression. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, get, get this grade average up a little bit by giving it what it deserves. Yeah, see, I my initial thought was probably like a B plus, uh, you know, my only real issue with it is that Serena got off too easy. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an A minus to All counter right. Brendan a little bit. <laughs> Good. All right. Good. Uh, I I approve. Um, me listen. I believe I've given every Thanksgiving an episode an A so far, and I'm continuing the tradition. This is an easy A for me. This is my favorite episode of an already strong fourth season. Uh, the Juliet stuff has been drawn out all season. It's finally coming to a head. Serena stuff is, you know, to me, well done. All the characters reacting to it was fantastic. Blair and Chuck's storyline, good. Kept me invested. Uh, don't care so much about Nate and his dad, but it's fine. Whatever. We, you know, it's Nate's grand- grandparents. Nate's parents have to be involved for whatever reason, and if it's a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. it's good. Yeah, uh, the the cliffhanger is top notch. I'm so excited for Darren, Dan and Blair next week, and we get some really great scenes. We we got the Dan and Lily one, the Blair and Jenny one, the Blair and Dan one. Uh, the, the Thanksgiving episode literally always delivered for me. This is no different. Phenomenal episode. It's an A. Uh, Brendan, you suck. Yeah, I think yeah, you're you're, 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 you're reminded me that I you also win. don't care about Chuck and Blair this episode. They've just gone back and forth too many times where the dragging out of it has kind of lost me. 
I don't like it. I'm I running. wish I could lose you, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, you think Chris was going to oh, come boy. in with more if you kept saying yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, get him. <laughs> finish I finish him. I, it's it's perfect. I love that Maddie always has my back. King <laughs> exactly. of correct opinions. Thank you. And then who's your MVP? We got to give one last MVP to our girl Jenny. She comes through in the clutch Yay. and saves the day. She puts gives us some really emotional scenes. It gives us a, a strong finish to her her character. Sad to see her go, but got to give her one MVP before she does. Yay. Way to go, Jenny. Listen, who's your who's your MVP? I am going to give the MVP to Blair. Wow. She cares about Serena so much, but not in a way that it blinds her to the risks of, like, mm-hmm. putting her in danger. She gets all of the relevant information from everybody she needs to get it from, and now she's mounting a defense, and I love that for her. Yeah, very good points. Always love when Blair gets an MVP. Always love when Jenny gets an MVP, too. And for me, Brendan, I may have hated your your grade, but you know, you're making a lot of sense when it comes to the MVP. Oh, because. Yeah. My MVP has to be Jenny in her final episode. I gave it to her last week for bringing down Serena, and now I'm giving it to her for coming clean about it. Like, she can do no wrong in my eyes. She, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> she, she, she sees that she took it too far. She immediately wants to come back on the right side of things. She tries to make things right, unlike some characters, and she leaves on a very positive note. Sure. And uh, her final scene with Blair was MVP-worthy on its own. I am, I'm going to miss Jenny so much, but she gets a lovely parting gift for me in the form of an MVP. So uh, thank you, thank you for your service, Jenny. How, how can we say goodbye to her? Like, what does she do? Is, she, is there a certain wave we could do just to, like, send her off? Does she have any... Is there a certain wave? Does, does she do anything quirky? Can we, like... I don't, I don't know how to say goodbye to her. This, is an, this is an audio a, medium. A, <laughs> All right, hold on. Everyone, everybody, let's, just take a second, wave. let's just take a second you, to wave to Jenny. All right, is everyone can't. waving? Shh, shh, shh. You can't everyone see wave. It. Bye. I'm actually wearing, like, so much eyeshadow and, like, a really bold <laughs> lipstick. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay, that's all, that's all we need. Good job. And I'm wearing my pretty reckless underwear. <laughs> and I'm wearing my <laughs> chilly underwear. Yep, I knew you were gonna. Say, I knew you were gonna say that. Um, <laughs> They're all chilly underwear. Enough. Brennan, who's your LVP? My LVP is also kind of an obvious one. Uh, Vanessa, what are you doing, baby? She she scape, <laughs> scapegoats Jenny and flees town. Like what an insane person. She's. I think she's at an all time low. <laughs> After like not being so bad yeah. in the past few episodes, but th- this is like she looked shaken to her core about what was coming her way and just left. Yeah, she, she knows that uh, Blair is going to murder her if she doesn't get out of town. Yeah, we I mean, always said that Blair um, like should start hitting people. And I think this is gonna be the first person that she actually does, does drop. Yeah, Kirsten, uh, who's your LVB? In an episode where Serena was kidnapped, drugged, in rehab against her will fake photos of her doing cocaine on gossip girl all of that somehow vanessa still had a worse episode so it's gotta be vanessa and the the bait and switch i know comedy fan was being like yeah we're gonna give serena the lvp (laughs) but never and honestly comedy fan is dead to me now (laughs) sorry comedy sorry um i'm a serena defender i listen i know i know you love your girl serena um for me it's not always easy. Uh, certainly. I mean, her, she's had a miserable season so far. Yeah, really. One of her worst. In a, 
In classic Gossip Girl fashion, I have to agree with with you both that the LVP has nice. to be Vanessa. He throws Jenny under the bus when Jenny did this all for her. Unforgivable. And she does it because she's afraid of losing Dan, who is clearly in love with Serena anyway, so she doesn't even get what she wants for betraying one of her only friends in Jenny. And then when it's time about to like uh, come crashing down on her, she runs home to Mommy. So she is a loser and a clean LVP sweep for her. Wow. Uh, that's all of our segments, of course. Oh. Embarrassing. Thank you. Um, she is a loser. Loser. <laughs> um, I noticed that when I'm listening back to these, I, I can hear them in the moment during recording, but uh, sometimes they don't play on, on the podcast. So it's, yeah. It's just a second of silence and then me reacting to it. To what? Whoever the, put the sound effects into Discord, honestly, should be fired. The, the trombone sound effect you just played. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be in there. It'll be in there. Sometimes, okay. Uh, then, yeah, okay. I was like, "What are you talking?" Y'all were talking about the clapping last time, and it, and wasn't, it wasn't there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we talk about the clapping, but we're like, we're not. It, it's not. I'm not actually playing it on the the mixer. We're just like nope. pretending Bre- to be clapping. I I can tell you that uh, you were you. This, this, Whoa. Yes. That, the hell? Who did that? You you were playing clapping. And, uh, and What's going I, on? What the fuck are you doing? And then, uh, I remember that, that it sounded like. Then uh, it must. I should have muted I- myself so you could just take the blame. So <laughs> <laughs> like, how is he and doing this I just remarked- by talking about the, <laughs> the sound effects? And then I remarked that it sounded like someone dropping a bag of marbles. And then every time you played it, I I mentioned that someone was dropping another bag of marbles. And then now I sound like an insane person because on the podcast I was just talking about marbles and nothing was happening. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you know what? I knew what you were talking about though, Maddie. Dude, like don't I was gaslight me. Like what the fuck are you doing? No, I knew what you were talking about, Maddie. It wasn't on the podcast, but I knew what was happening in the moment because I know Discord. You know, it probably happened. Yes, okay. uh, so all my sound effects are on a mixer. Brendan's not gaslighting me right now, saying that. I'm explaining what I'm explaining what happened. I'm explaining what happened. I pull all of the tracks from my mixer, and I didn't pull out the sound effect track and put it in. We'll do that this time. <laughs> I, I usually don't use sound effects for this show, so, so I didn't think to pull it. Well, this is riveting for him. <laughs> yeah. He really was gaslighting you, though. I wasn't. Like, that like, never yeah, happened. Well, sometimes I don't actually play the tracks. Like, well, yeah, that didn't happen, actually. I so. very rarely <laughs> use that for the show. Okay, but you did. You did use it on the show. It and happened. Kristen made me feel crazy, there. too, because I didn't even know they had sound effects on Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's new, and it's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think all three of us felt crazy segment. for a whole minute. <laughs> Except, of course, for Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And this episode, we are going to do that great scene with uh, the classic Gossip Girl character, Dr. Keller, when she breaks the news, the unfortunate news to Lily and Rufus. Uh, I have my script out in front of me. Uh, I guess, uh, who, Kirsten, you're our guest. What, what character would you like to play? Oh, man. Um, I don't know who to be. I don't want to be Rufus, but I'll be anyone else. <laughs> okay. Well, all right then. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to Brendan... be Dr. Keller if you want to be okay. Lily. Thank all right. So I guess I will be. I, I will be Rufus then. Maddie's Rufus. I'm Rufus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, if we all have our scripts in front of us, uh, Brendan, you you could start us off. Channel the great Stacy Yen <clears> for your <throat> performance. Mrs. Humphrey, I'm Dr. Keller. It was a drug overdose, but it wasn't severe. We have her on fluids right now, but her liver and kidneys look fine. 
Ah. Uh. <laughs> what now? Did Lily just take a sip of water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Lily, Lily, the doctor's talking. <laughs> to put the water, yeah, put put the water down. Stop chugging. I'm thirsty. Hydration is important. Okay. Well, anyway, well, she's stable. So as soon as she wakes up, we'll have to discharge her. I was wondering if you want to discuss a place for her recovery. I understand your family has good experience with the Ashraf Center. Well, she's not a drug addict. She didn't mean to harm herself. This was all sort of a stupid mistake. And as you said yourself, it wasn't severe. The amount ingested isn't what worries me. In addition to the painkillers and sleeping pills, we found nortrip... Um, you know, I'm a doctor, but I can't pronounce these drugs. Nortriptyline <laughs> in her motel room. That's, that, that, that's correct, yes. That's, <laughs> it's an antidepressant. But taken in conjunction with other medications, it can be fatal. Was oh. your daughter battling depression? No. Not that we're aware of. I'll give you. I can't a, believe you say that. Why I, are you undermining me in front of the doctor? <laughs> we don't know. Maybe she's depressed. Um, I'll give you two bickering bozos a minute. I think we should send her to the Ostrov Center. Wow. I think you're full of shit. End <laughs> scene. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was really good. Um, this is when I would send say that people are applauding when they actually aren't, Brendan. Like at this moment, I right here. Sorry, y'all. I just Googled nortriptyline, and so it says it's a medicine used for treating nerve pain, but then okay. occasionally is used to treat depression and bedwetting in children. Oh, so I must have taken that at some point. <laughs> You're probably still on it. <laughs> I'm not anymore because I'm wearing pull-ups. And uh, there's one more thing you guys should know. When we found Serena, she was in a stain of her own piss. In the, in the... <laughs> <laughs> it was wearing three layers of pull-ups. Does oh your daughter God. have a history of wedding the bed? Wedding? Does your daughter have a, have a history of chili butt? <laughs> that, stop trying to make chili butt happen. It's not going to happen. It's been happening for too long. Serena, I love you. Please have my chili. <laughs> <laughs> stop wetting the bed and just have my chili. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh then my she'll God. shit the bed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God is right. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, that's everything, except for, uh, you know, some plugs, of course. But before we get to that, Kristen, thank you thank again you, thank for you. joining the Four Timers Club, for coming back every Thanksgiving what a tradition. to iconic A-grade episodes, in my opinion. Do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? Uh, yes, I would like to plug my weekly pop culture podcast, Mess Magnets with Sasha Joseph, mm. where we have honestly been talking a lot about Taylor Swift, and she is Sasha's <laughs> sick of it, but I can't stop. <laughs> um, uh, as well as the Queen Charlotte recaps over on Post Show Recaps. Uh, the finale one will be coming out soon, or maybe will already be out when this comes out. I don't I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, and just follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Right. Everyone, everyone do all of that. And uh, Brendan, are you blogging? Well, we talked about it before, but... Over on the Sandy Boys podcast on patreon.com slash thehoppyboyspod, you can find our OC coverage where you can hear my amazing Eminem impression. And if you want to hear Leno. Yes, if Eminem and Jay Leno were both on the pod last week. So if you want to hear, you know, subscribe. Subscribe. And fiance of the pod's there also. I don't, I don't know if she does any impressions either. But she is very talented no, I... in other things, other aspects. It was you a great. It was a great time. Like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what you guys are thinking. Why did you say it like that? 
<laughs> um, she, she's fluffing me the whole pod. But uh, it's it's an incredible episode. We love having the fiance of the pod on. Uh, it's it's always a good time. Would you say so? Yeah, I'd say so. It's always, it's it sounds like you're time. ready to disagree with me. Would you say so? Would you say so? <laughs> I'm watching you. I'd, I'd say so. Hmm. So? Okay. So? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, so so yeah, listen to that. Um, the Happy Boys have been... I mean, we, we had an episode a couple weeks ago, but I don't know when the hell the next thing's going to come out. I've been a little busy. When is Chuck Month? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> so that, that, that's a true listener right there. Chuck Month, I guess, is technically still continuing on as long as we're waiting for Chuck to come on. This is the longest month of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's even longer than uh, than Brendan Month back in the day. Isn't uh, every month Brendan Month? That's what my mom used to say to me, too. Every month is Brendan month. Here's your 10.30 dinner. Every month is Brendan month. Like, it's your <laughs> podcast. There's always a Brendan on the car. Brendan, I'm home. It's time to open some cereal boxes. I think I think I can start reaching out to other Brendans and have Brendan, an actual stop, Brendan month. Stop licking, stop licking milk and syrup out of a bowl, please. <laughs> that, that'll You're never a stop. human, not a cat. <laughs> um, We've descended into madness here. <laughs> Also, the last last thing I'll plug is that uh, on their our new show, The Blitzball Boys, we actually got to talk to Jaw Boy. He came on the show and talked wow. to us. Wow. So that was really cool. So whoever knows who that Obviously. is on this channel, probably none of you. Of course. Go check it out. Yeah, I 100% know exactly what you're talking about, and uh, that's a big get. <laughs> I can, Thank I can you. Hear, I can hear all of our listeners nodding their heads right yes, now. Yes, in, in yes. In solidarity, knowing yes, yes. who, who Jaw Boy is. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, by, by the time this comes out, we will we will be changed people. We will have seen Taylor Swift live. Incredible. So I'm just going to plug oh, so the much. fact that we are going to see Taylor Swift tomorrow at the time of this it's recording. Really cool. So it's really cool of us. We are we're elite. Um, is really cool. Elite us. members of society. We really are. I'm just. I hate you both so much. You should. Uh, <laughs> I'm just excited as a Canadian that I'll be able to hear hits different soon. Yeah, that's. Uh, I still have not heard that song because I no. never went to Target to buy a physical copy. It, of it, and they have been keeping it off the internet. Yeah, pretty they, impressive, they, honestly. They really and like, it's not fair because we don't have Target in Canada. So how oh am God. I supposed to hear <laughs> this song? Like, fuck you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I want to hear the song across the border to hear to hear the song well and then tori went to the states and i just assumed she had bought it and then wasn't sharing and she just didn't buy it while she was That's there crazy. what's the point of you like, coming over here i was like well i know <laughs> i was like why, why would did anyone you go to target and trader joe's if you weren't gonna buy yeah. the taylor swift midnights with hits different yeah i can't wait to eventually hear it uh someday uh it, it'll be a great experience for everyone um, I, I'm I'm very excited. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have a great time. If you know, Brenda never gets out of work tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> I get off around I'll, six or my seven. My way, I'm getting on a plane. Give me his ticket. I'll come. <laughs> I'll yeah, Brenda, if you're, if you're not ready to if you're not ready to go by by the time we're ready, Kirsten's just gonna meet us at the at the show. Okay, I'll be there. Do you start flying? I'm so excited. Everyone's so excited. Fuck paying for me. rent. <laughs> I'll go to the air store. <laughs> the last like two weeks, every every one who has like passed me has been like. Oh, oh my God! You're almost going, Taylor. You're celebrity. They, they all know. They all know how important this is. Every everyone has been telling me to have a great time. So I, I am. They, they are. Everyone is as excited for me as I am for me, and uh, it, it's gonna. I, be I can't really time. believe it's real. It doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. 
I'm just gonna start crying as can soon as it I starts. FaceTime you the whole concert and just Yeah, we'll we'll pass it. this phone around. You can talk to everybody. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> want to talk to any of you. I want to watch Taylor. No, no, we'll have yeah. we're not gonna have the camera facing out. Um, wow. That's that's you know That's the most know, important thing, really. Else. Uh, Brendan, you should watch Saved by the Bell reboot. I know you watched the first two episodes, but that's besides that. I have a long that, weekend coming up. Maybe I'll I'll spend my more time watching Saved by the Bell reboot. Maybe uh, he's not going to do that. Maybe while I'm FaceTiming Kirsten, you could uh, pull up Saved by the Bell on, yeah, on that's your Peacock idea. app. And, <laughs> and watch it while the watching Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think she'll like she'll point me out and tell me to get the fuck out. I think, yeah, she'll probably because she'll probably touch her face that, the way Taylor Momsen touched. Kirsten's face with her like hey stop with her long limbs she could probably (laughs) reach us in the the early sections of the hundred levels yeah I think oh yeah she she can definitely reach us what a brag she'll zip line into your section all right well before uh Lagori yells at us for being too far over the two-hour mark. Uh, let's wrap this up. You, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hobby Boys, at The Hobby Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 11, The Townie, with not one, but two guests, returning guests, that is. Very excited. Uh, but until then, I know you love us. XOXO. Lonely Boys. Lonely Boys.